Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio hello 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 hi am i coming in too hot uh no good good here right yeah you sound good here yeah yeah we're good i got a new macbook and ever since i've got this i've had nothing but fucking problems trying to join podcasts i don't understand it oh it's got some mac no i don't know (laughs) (laughs) well no my first mistake was i was using the safari browser so that wouldn't fucking work with other things yeah yeah and for some reason my microphone level keeps changing every time i rejoin because the first time I had it, I was supposed to do a bloody bits thing and nobody could hear me. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I had everything set up and it turned, I had to turn the gain on my microphone all the way up. Then when oh, I went sure. on um, the grind bin, they're like, you're blowing my fucking eardrums out. Turn the fucking gain down. So hmm. weird. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're coming across just fine to us. So <laughs> yeah, are, are we coming across good? Like, yeah, no problems at all. Cool. Yeah. I, but whenever it's like, <laughs> this thing with my work and stuff too and it's like hey your uh, piece of shit system isn't working what's up and they're like well what browser are you using like oh it shouldn't fucking matter i didn't know if you knew that it does <laughs> no it does it does know, because Chrome, there's some things safari, with safari Firefox, yeah i can't edge yeah. whatever fuck mm-hmm. yeah they change Wait, all right like here's months. a good example uh eddie sent me a package in the mail a couple of weeks ago he gave me the uh, the fedex tracking number and when I was on my Safari browser, it kept saying that could not find tracking number in invalid number. As soon as I switched over to the Chrome browser, bang, it found it found the package tracking problem. No, nothing at all. Stupid. <laughs> guys, Thank you, Steve get, Jobs. Get, get your shit together, guys. Bert Reynolds is Hooper, and Hooper is a real hero. He can take more crashes. Oh, More fire. Ah. Hello, gorgeous. More love. More hits. He can take more risks and have more fun than anyone can imagine. This is Cooper, the story of the greatest stuntman of them all. And his competition. Wait a year and a half to meet you. How's that? I get to perform with Sonny Hooper. Oh, hell, that ain't no big deal. I mean, Burt Reynolds. Chad Michael Vincent. Sally Field. I'm yours. Brian Keith. James Best. Robert Klein. And Terry Bradshaw. In Hooper's world, talk is cheap. And life is cheaper. He may be in trouble. A stunt is a gag, and a gag is no laughing matter. Man, building falls on you, crushes your fate out the end. Great, Roger. 
course, we'll have a dozen cameras going. And when the director yells, Action! Go! 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 I want to hit it! He really means action. Cooper's in a dangerous business, but his reward is excitement, adventure, and a fortune if he lives to collect it. Burt Reynolds is Hooper, the greatest stuntman alive. I love stuntmen. Hooper, the newest movie from the team that brought you Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything Other Than Fred Movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. Ah, uh, we are continuing May Cause Injury with 1978's Hooper. Or as we say in Utah, Hooper. Hooper. <laughs> oh but babe we're not alone for this one we're not that's right in this celebration of stunt movies we had to bring in i mean world-renowned stuntman himself tim yobo from the bloody bits horror show welcome tim i have studied all the famous stunts in the world and i know how they're all done it's just a matter of getting out there and doing it right yeah pretty much i mean yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you just show up on a movie set you don't even have to show any proof that you really know what it is that you're doing you just get get drunk with the guy the night before and next thing you're jumping out of a helicopter <laughs> i mean it seems so true but uh <laughs> uh tim uh was this your first time watching hooper <sighs> please i saw this in the movie like 10 fucking times in the theater <laughs> yeah. i was just this is just about the age i figured out that if you got the timing down right you could buy a ticket to see one movie you hung out and played a couple arcade games and then you snuck into the movie theater when the next one started excellent so you're in your what mid-20s 1978 yeah no no not 1978 10 years old oh, Still, nice. just figuring out scams <laughs> oh he was he was about a budding scam artist at this yeah. point <laughs> All my scams are like small petty stuff, like 50 cents a year, dollar fit, dollar here, but it adds up. But back in the 70s, I mean, that you could buy a house with that. That was like 40 bucks. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to remember, I don't even, probably a movie ticket back then was like maybe a buck 50. Oh, say, we we had a couple uh, like in the late 90s and stuff that were like the dollar theaters and like those were great because who would pay four bucks to see something opening night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Babe, how about you? Is this your first time? No, I know I'd seen this before, but it'd been a really long time, like since I was a kid. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure I'd seen this when I was a kid because, uh, like, I always get this and like Stroker Ace and Sharky's Machine and all those like early, you know, Smokey Two, Smokey and the Bandit Two, all those like mixed up because they were just things that were on TV and they were edited and stuff. But it was like, it was particularly the bar fight scene. I was like, oh, maybe I have seen this a little bit, you know, <laughs> but. But yeah, the ending, totally no. No, no, no. The ending was brand new to me. But before we get into mm. it, babe, I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. I'm a little thirsty. Oh, well, I'm quite sober. So let's fix that. Excellent. Uh, Tim, are you drinking anything on your end? Oh, uh, okay. Hello, Tim Yobo. Uh, okay, now there's two Tim Yobos in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm back. Well, hey, you're back. And now there's two Tim Yobos. <laughs> Is there? Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, weird. Uh, let me see if I can just uh get rid of one of those Yobos. No yeah, this fake Yobo can get the hell out. Uh, too many Yobos spoil the see. Has to start video. Oh, there we are. Remove. Hopefully it's the right one. jumped up on the goddamn thing. I'll report Yobo. You just logged in twice. Okay. 
Sorry, Tim. Uh, and Sorry. Are, are you drinking anything on your end? Me? Yes. Come on. I got a Stella. 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 <laughs> because I support the LGBT community when I drink beer. Woo! Yeah. Your gas beer. <laughs> All those idiots throwing their Bud Light away, replacing them with cores, not realizing that cores has also done the same thing. Yeah. Right. Buying Stellas, not realizing it's owned by the same company. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Three cheers for queer beer. Hip hip. Hooray. Yeah. Anyway, uh, excellent, babe. Uh, what uh, what do we got to drink? Oh, well, we have from Uinta Brewing Company here in Utah, their Alpine Weissen Berry Mountain Rush. Ooh. Uh, we ale with natural flavors. Of course, they give you the terrible advantage of uh, forget the map, pack the Uinta. Pack a map, <laughs> please. Uh, Blair Witch. And I cannot find the ABV. Oh, here we go. 5% ABV. Yeah, makes sense. All right. 5%. That's what Sal is, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Pop this top. My top. Nice. Holy cow, it smells like Fruit Loops. Oh, yeah. Oh. This, this <laughs> may be one of those. Uh, that's uh, something you always want in a beer. Yeah, you don't want it to pop it open and it to smell like a back package of gummy bears? Well, at least it still looks like a beer, like it's straw color. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, suck that head. Uh. Ooh, ooh, that is fruity. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wow, yeah. Ooh, it smelled like fruit loose. What did you expect? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes so, they they don't taste as strong as they smell. Opposite yeah, yeah. in this case. So, sometimes they're quite <laughs> subtle with it. In this case, though, yeah, it's a uh, it's a mountain berry rum. Yeah, I'm like looking to see if it's like 10 percent uh, artificial fruit juice or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, this tastes like fruit punch that you mixed some uh, Hefeweizen into. Yeah, it's not bad, but yeah, it's definitely super sweet. Like uh, Aggressively berry. Yeah. Yeah, mm. not bad. Yeah, not I bad. mean, I'm going to finish it. Like, I'm not going to dump it out. Mm-hmm. It's better than well, it's that, uh, yeah. that Black Dog raspberry that we literally poured out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, tastes, ugh, it was supposed to be like raspberry and it just tasted like Robitussin. Can I ask you guys a question? Do you always just drink different beers? You don't stick to one beer? We we try to mix it up. Uh, there's definitely okay. some where we've had like seven or eight times, and others it's only been it's just whatever we can find, like in our yeah. liquor stores and stuff like that. Right. But yeah, yeah. we're uh, we're BJCP certified beer judges, so we'd like to hone our craft as best we can. We do. Yeah, I'm gonna go on Pornhub and search those uh, initials and see what comes up. There you go. Beer judge certification program. Yeah. <laughs> but uh the but also we Low do job cock punchers. <laughs> oh no. Uh but also like for our like at home drinking beers, like we have a few go-tos that oh, we yeah. really like. Um that but yeah, we do like mix it up. Like right now for our, our not podcast drinking beers, we have some Uinta. We have Steve's absolute favorite, the Baba Black Lager yeah. mm-hmm. and the Yard Sale. One of my favorites okay. is uh, Mother Earth Brewing Company. They're um, either their Creamsicle or oh their uh, Cali Creamin. What? I don't yeah. want cream in my beer. Oh, it's, yeah, it's ahead, a style. Yeah. It's a cream ales are a style of beer that are just like really light, not too hoppy. Like it's sort of what like it, you want. But beer makes me be. hoppy when I drink yeah. it. Yeah, say, Tib, for someone who's drinking Stella Artois, it's actually quite similar. Just a yeah. tiny bit sweeter, like a little sort of bit of more biscuity. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you'd actually really like cream ales. Yeah, totally. They well, don't no, actually have cream wonder. in them. 
Yeah, I so would that, hate to go out and buy like a six pack of beer and like open up the first one and go, tastes like fucking ass. I'm not drinking the rest of this. And then like, <laughs> well, I'm not throwing it away. So I got to drink five more cans of ass. Yeah, we keep it around for company. You know. We do have a, ah. what's left of a 12 pack of, I'm not going to say the brand, but um, of ass that's going to be going down <laughs> yeah. the sink here. And unfortunately, I think it's in their bottling line. But Yeah, because when yeah. we get it from the brewery, it's awesome. Yeah, but when we <laughs> definitely get definitely not a hint to go stuff. <laughs> well, you want ass to be fresh if you're going to drink it. You don't want stale ass. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you yeah. never go ass to mouth. That's what I've heard. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of ass to mouth, Hooper, 1978. No. Oh, he definitely goes ass to mouth. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's what the mustache is for. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, from director Hal Needham. Wait, I don't want to think about Sally Field that way. <laughs> you don't. I got to see her cheeks in this movie, and I was still like, wait, I was like, should I be looking at the flying nun's cheeks? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah. But yeah, from uh, director Hal Needham. Who's he, Steve? Oh, babe. We know Hal Needham. Uh, I mean, he's a stuntman in over 100 things from mm-hmm. back in like the McClintock days and Our Man Flint and the original. You think Star he was supposed Trek. to be Brian Keith? Uh, what was it? You think he was supposed to be like the Brian Keith character was supposed to be him? So, so yeah, looking into this, uh, it's definitely loosely based on them being in it. But, um, I mean, fun facts, uh, the Brian Keith guy, Jocko, uh, is apparently based on Jock Mahoney, who is Sally Field's stepfather and a legendary stuntman. Ah, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. See? Oh, wait, she isn't a good actress then. She was just playing herself. Yeah, she's just showing Banging up and Burt being Reynolds like, and her stepdad's a fucking stuff. Oh my hey, god! Hey, can you, you just think about the step part when you call him daddy? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want that Oscar rescinded. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this whole movie is basically, you know, Hell Needham, yeah, legendary stuntman in his own right. Burt Reynolds was a stuntman before you know he grew a mustache and became an icon in the seventies. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so yeah, he was a stuntman like uh, yeah, Star Trek, Gunsmoke, French Connection, Blazing Saddles, but then. He directed one of the first major blockbusters of the 70s, Smokey and the Bandit. Hey! Yep. And he and then, waited all the way until 1977 to do it, too. Yeah. And then the follow-up, this movie. <laughs> and then uh, the villain slash Cactus Jack, which uh, which me and Izzy love. Oh! For being 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> there are really good parts of that movie, and then there are um, insufferable parts of that Wait, movie. You what's the name? Cactus Jack? Cactus, it's Jack. Cactus Jack or the villain, like it, it I guess with it was Burt Reynolds. Both names. No, not with Burt Reynolds. This oh, is direct, okay. directed by Hal oh, Needham, okay. Okay. but Kirk Douglas, who is I think only in his late fifties, early sixties at yeah. that point, yeah, yeah. basically, and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Anne Margaret, and it's basically a live action Looney Tunes like western. What? I highly recommend it. It is nuts. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, basically, Kirk Douglas is like the wily e. coyote trying to take out Arnold Schwarzenegger and Ann Margaret, who are kind of like the roadrunner. But yeah, with you know, live action. I am stunts. just shocked to find that there's a movie with Ann Margaret, who I love, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, who I also love in it, and I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah. Oh, and Steve, who plays the Native American? Oh, fucking Paul oh, no. Lind. Paul what? fucking Lind. Yeah, as Chief Nervous Al. As a gay Indian. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with it. Not that no, there's not there's anything wrong, wrong with that at all. Uh, <laughs> and also, at that uh, time, it must have had so many people in the movie theater confused. Like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, and Tim, and also the proper term is Gate of American. 
my god all right end the podcast right here <laughs> good night everybody yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah after cactus jack then there was death car on the freeway sounds awesome uh smoking the bandit Two: the search for more money <laughs> uh, can search for curly's golden you know it. that's the one with the elephant right yes yes it Ooh, is God. also featured on our podcast um yeah cannonball run megaforce mm-hmm. stroker ace cannonball run two rad body slam and then babe <gasps> we owed all of these movies somewhere Bandit Goes Country, Bandit, 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 Beauty and the Bandit, and Bandit Silver Angel. Yes, the four yes. CMT Bandit spinoff starring, uh, oh shit, Bloom, uh, Brian Bloom as the Bandit, and uh, I think Kathy Ireland's in one, and Elizabeth uh, Perkins is in another, or Liz Berkeley, Liz Berkeley, that's right, Showgirls. Yeah, fun stuff, guys. Oh, I love it. And then, I love uh, it. And then another movie that I'm going to have to check out called Hard time colon hostage hotel. Hard time colon, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, unfortunately he passed away in 2013. Yeah. Oh, how neat him. Yeah. A but, treasure. But this movie was written. <laughs> uh, story by Walt Green. This is his only credit. Screenplay by Thomas Rickman, who did this. The Coal Miner's Daughter. A 1995 Truman movie. Not Truman Show, I don't think. Uh, and the Reagans, which apparently was a TV movie starring James Brolin as Ronald Reagan. Alrighty. Yeah. Uh, not other screenplay by Bill Kirby, who did Steel Cowboy, this, The Rose. That's that uh Bette Midler one, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. which is supposed to be, that's a ripoff. You're supposed to be Janis Joplin, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dead Men Can't Dance. And the uh, Little Richard TV movie, which I think was a uh, was a Leon starring Paul Lynn as Little Richard. Tootie fruity, oh And uh, also the Hatfield McCoy miniseries, which was amazing. So yeah, you're yeah. there. And the cast, of course, Sir Burt Reynolds as Sonny Hooper. I mean, you can't really have a Hal Nita movie without Burt Reynolds, right? Mm-hmm. Right. By the way, I, I was looking up Burt Reynolds' IMDb. Nearly 200 things. Like, yeah. he was in, like, 60 things before Smoking in the Band. Yeah. I didn't know Oh, about. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like Deliverance, I think, was the first thing going through that I, I like, like, oh, yeah, that's him. Babe, November. Yeah, Mo, Mo, we're already thinking <laughs> next year is going to be Movember, mm. where we're doing all Burt Reynolds movies we didn't even know existed. Like, uh, was it City Heat, him and Clint Eastwood in a yeah. movie together? What? Oh, yeah. No, did you... Uh, uh, me, Mike from the Grind Band, and Daniel, we did one on uh, Daniel's show, the Mustache Show podcast, the Maddening, with Burt Reynolds, Angie Ooh. Dickinson. Oh, shit. And mm-hmm. the girl from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, uh, Mia Sarah? Yes. They end up kidnapping her because uh, Burt Reynolds is married to Angie Dickinson. Her daughter died, and she wants a replacement or something, and they lock her in a room. It's an insane fucking movie. Because Burt Reynolds is like really a bad guy and it's supposed to be a bad guy in it, but oh shit. Oh damn. All right, we're gonna have to check that one out. Uh also starring Jan Michael Vincent as Dilmore Shidsky. <laughs> <laughs> uh Sally Hugh. Like, let's just oh. call him Ski. Like, yeah, good old Ski. Such a 70s thing. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you spell that? S H A. We're just gonna call you Ski. <laughs> Come on, you little Pollock. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. 70s. That's right. 
Yeah, there's a few choice words in this one. Oh, well, there was one that was like, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. no. I was like, hey, you know what? Look, for this type of movie in this time, in this decade, one time the drop of that word, you know what? It's not that bad compared <laughs> yeah, to yeah, what yeah, could it's, happen it's... just like 10 years later in movies where that word was just used willy nilly. Right. That's right. We're going to start woken uh, the late 70s, early 80s Hal Needham movies. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> But uh, yes, Ellie Field is Gwen Doyle, Brian Keith as Jocko Doyle, uh, Robert Klein, Adam West, which I was not expecting. Yo, when I saw his name, I forgot that he was in this. And I saw his name, I was like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, apparently Terry Bradshaw. Pussy. Yeah, right. And, and apparently Terry Bradshaw was in this movie. I'm assuming he's one of the guys in the bar, right? He's the guy that is, He's the guy that in the bar that breaks his helmet. Yeah. And okay. spits a tooth out when he punches him. Yeah, okay. I like it kind of looked like him, but I was like, you know, I, I only know Terry Bradshaw like from her retirement days and stuff where you know yeah, really, yeah, I'm old enough softer. I Terry Bradshaw when he looked like back Yeah. <laughs> uh so uh, Tim, how did you watch this? I saw I saw this in the movie theaters and uh, like how did I watch this now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh well, I don't want to get in trouble with the law or anything like that, but let's just say if I told you I would get in trouble with the law. What is the blood bank? Oh no, this is on no, this is on the blood bank. Oh, I mean, oh it sure is. is. That's how we bank. watched it. Yeah, it oh. is on the blood bank. Yeah. Well, the blood bank is when you join our Patreon for the Bloody Bits podcast and you spend, I think it's 10 bucks a month, you get access to over 5,700 movies. Woo! Like um the maddening is in that. Uh the show that we just did last week, which by the time this comes out will be a month and a half ago, called <laughs> Last House on Dead End Street. Yeah, great episode. And what's great about the blood bank, folks, is if you join, if the movie isn't there, you can even request it, and Eddie can try to find it and put it on the blood bank, and you can watch it. We got more movies, according to Eddie, than Netflix does, and I believe we, that because Netflix doesn't have any fucking movies anymore. Absolutely, and they're all Netflix originals and shit. So <laughs> <laughs> Netflix original TV series. Don't get too attached because we're canceling it after the second season. That's right. <laughs> sure, we already filmed it, but yeah, we're done with it. <laughs> All right, so we we find on the blood bank, hit play, and uh, we see uh, we see Sonny Hooper, and we know it's him because he's got his uh, was it monogrammed bag or whatever, right. pulling out some yep. guys, wrapping himself up, basically putting on like football pads and everything with his name on it too. It's like, damn, how many fucking bandages do you need that when you buying the monogrammed? Right. <laughs> well, you think he'd go through them quickly enough, you know? But... <laughs> Imagine what they smell like. Oh. Like, Oof. like the seventies, <laughs> <laughs> all that hair. Oh my God. I never, it's been so long since I saw that much hair on a man. <laughs> you, you don't watch a lot of Robin Williams movies, do you? <laughs> see, see, Steve's just still coming off of April. That's so. right. Or <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, well. one of the jokes was, uh, oh God, what was a MVP? Most valuable primate. <laughs> <Then they sucked laughs> the chimp reaches out and like hits the alarm on the clock. And I'm like, and Robin Williams wakes up. Uh. <laughs> but uh yeah it, it basically like he's getting all geared up and it's like to like old west like trumpet music like yeah like it's like any omar cone is like you know, yeah or something but um yeah he puts on his uh his black and yellow jacket with no shirt because no you know shirt. he's already got that sweater yeah, on exactly <laughs> and then yeah walks out of the trailer hops on a motorcycle peels off does a little fucking wheelie and then, uh, yeah, 
gets gets the set and they're like uh oh yep the, here's the director pulling up in a rolls royce okay and so, oh, yeah, yeah. so right away we know we're not supposed to like him yeah all right what do you mean? I, I admire his choice in vehicle. But. Well, I'll tell you this when I because I saw this when I was ten years old. I, this is the first time I ever saw Robert Klein. I didn't even know that he was a comedian at that point. Yeah. And because of this movie, to this day, I still can't stand him. Uh, you know what? You know who that is for me? Richard oh. Lewis. Cannot stand oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I love uh, with, like uh, uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. I even like Wagons East, even though he's like the main star yeah. of it. But it's like, in spite of him, I still enjoy those movies. <laughs> but he's just himself in every movie. Yeah. Like, look, yeah. you know what? Tim Yobo could be a movie star if all they had to do was be Tim Yobo. Yeah. yeah. You hear that, Hollywood? Hey, Hollywood. When's he going to get in the Fast and Furious universe? I got a hairy chest. My legs are hairy. Come on. It's time to bring oh. that shit back. Tim. Tim, I had no idea. <laughs> you think I'm Ooh. grooming? Come on. Getting warm in here. <laughs> Oh, I forgot you're in Utah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're searching for Sasquatch out here. And oh, look, no. <laughs> actually, I've listened to a podcast and I found out that somebody who remote uh, views with uh, Bigfoot, they prefer to be called Squatch. Yeah, the Squatchers. They go squatching. Yeah. All right. See, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so the director pulls up, and uh, they're they're filming the movie the the spy who laughed at danger. And uh, we get a little action. And um, yeah, we see uh, Bert just, you know, uh, or Sonny, I guess. Sonny coming up on the motorcycle and a fucking semi with a trailer pulls in front of him. And he does a little like slide under the, bet- like between the tires of the moving mm-hmm. trailer and shit. And then uh, pulls up, smacks right into a muscle car, does a full fucking flip into a bush. Cut! <laughs> What's great about this movie is, uh, well, uh, the good thing and the bad thing about this movie is it's completely unrealistic of how stunts are actually set up and done. Because I don't believe that the guy gets on a motorcycle at his house, drives onto the set, and without even stopping, just does this fucking stunt. But I mean, you don't see stunts like this anymore. Look, this is a stuntman movie by stuntman for stuntman. Basically, that's what we're specializing in this month. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I got that from the title of the month, yes. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you know, th- th- this one at least has, like, yeah, the director was a stuntman, the star was a stuntman, probably written by a couple stuntmen. <laughs> we- but Burt Reynolds does none of his own stunts? Well, not now. You know, he's in his, what, like, mid-40s at this age or something no, like that? It's, 19, it's one year after uh, Smoking the Bandit. He's still in yeah. his prime. Yeah, he's been acting for, like, 30 years yeah. at that point. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> I don't know. Because I watched this in, I think it was, like, uh 18 gig copy wait, and wait. man you can really see when they switch <laughs> when he's on that fucking horse at the end it's like holy fuck you can see that is not burt reynolds by any stretch of the imagination it, yeah yeah oh, oh yeah 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 that's right it was yeah the the nighttime uh yeah horror scene right yeah i was like who the yeah, fuck is that and then the it's like oh it's burt i thought they were bringing another character in yeah <laughs> so, wait is that jay michael vincent oh no 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 it's not okay Hold on. I'm uh, going to see how old Burt Reynolds is. It was in 1978. Ha, oh. 42. Suck it. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. See, stop telling fuck. our guests to suck it. <laughs> suck Holy, it, Yobo. Yeah, guests, suck it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that because this is the time in the 70s where people who were 40 looked like they were 60. Yeah, he was a so baby face. So 42 and 78 and still looked that good. Holy shit. Hey, it's just for men, man. 
<laughs> you know, you comb that shit in, give a nice little waxy finish. Yeah, no, but uh, but yeah, so yeah, he does that, does the little flip, and then the uh, the director's like, All right, bring in the actor, and we see Adam West rolling onto the set with two bitches. And I'm like, Yeah, at least what? he always has at least two women on his arm. And I'm like, Come on, he's Adam West with a mustache. What do you want? Uh, still, come on, I mean, I mean, he's been done with Batman for over a decade, he's in his prime. <laughs> Oh, it was fantastic though but uh yeah so yeah we see uh sunny he's like walking back to his trailer with his buddy uh was it coley or curly or something coley i think it is the yeah, guy coley? from uh right. dukes of hazard roscoe oh yeah okay that's where i'd zoom. all right it's like you look familiar but then again it's like oh all the, when they're all doing the downhome accent i'm like oh maybe i just saw him in like one of the smoky movies or something mm-hmm. or He's found down home accents. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if he popped up because one of the things about Burt Reynolds, Burt Reynolds was like the Adam Sandler of his day, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, if absolutely. you were his friend, you were going to be in a movie with them, and like, hey, we're going to California, let's film a movie, come along with us. Yeah, <laughs> but that guy, uh, the Roscoe guy, he's actually pretty good in this movie. Yeah, yeah, he's got a couple scenes later where it's like, oh shit, okay, wasn't expecting this. <laughs> But yeah, Sonny, uh, you know, he uh, he asked him for a few Percocets because his back's acting up. Pop him, pop, pop, pop. He asked and for then, perks. Like, yeah, good old perks. perks. I'm like, wait, like in Call of Duty? Like you got God's eye? You got seen around the corner? Oh, no, he needs <laughs> yeah. the good shit. Yeah. Wow. Can I get a couple of them upgrades? Yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're also introduced to uh, Max Burns, who I think is his, like, manager or something? or like a No, I think the he's movie? the producer because oh, at okay. one point yeah. he says, I think Robert Klein says either he did the stunt or he's gone or I'm yeah. gone. And that guy says, as long as I'm here, Sonny stays in the picture unless there's a horse head put in my bed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's like the producer on set. Uh, I, yeah. I, I just didn't know if he was like representing the producers that I, I don't know the other side. The of hierarchy Orange in this County. movie is really not explained very well. No, not at all. Because because they make it out like the stunt coordinator is like the god of this movie. <laughs> it's like no, that's not really the case. Even yeah, in you think that movie. really how it works? And you think that uh, James Cameron just tells the stunt people, ah, yeah, just do something for fourteen minutes. Yeah, just hold hold your breath for like eight minutes and pretend to be a giant blue thing. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Can I just say this about Avatar 2? Sure. It is over three hours long. Have you guys seen it yet? Nope. Okay. Do you plan on seeing it? Maybe. Fun fact, Tim Yobo, I've never seen the first Avatar. <laughs> okay. Now look, I have uh, seen I don't Avatar think you, the I don't think you guys get high on psychedelics, so there's really no reason to see the first one. That's what everybody told me. They're like, yeah. nah, yeah. you're straight edges. You don't need to watch it. Guys, guys. I prefer Dances with Wolves. Please, go on, Tim. <laughs> I saw this movie, again, without seeing how I saw it, actually. And I have never fast-forwarded so much through a movie. This is like three hours, 15 minutes. I think I've watched a total of 12 minutes of this fucking movie. Because I'm like, I don't need to see people swimming. I don't want to see people swimming. I don't need to see people swimming. Oh, they're still swimming. Oh, they're swimming. Boring-ass fucking movie, unless you're completely stoned out of your heart. Tim, I guarantee guarantee when I watch this movie alone without my wife, it will be at time and a half. And I'll feel like (laughs) I missed nothing, except I saved an hour of my life. May I also, and you saved an hour of your wife complaining. (laughs) Three hours, maybe. That's always Um, good, yeah. May may I recommend, if you're going to watch people swimming, everyone out there, look up Day of the Dolphin. You get an hour and a half of... Dorsey yeah. Scott swimming and teaching dolphins to talk until yeah. one of them is kidnapped and used to attempt to uh, assassinate the president. 
Mm-hmm. That right. is worth your time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for electing a female president and letting it go swimming with dolphins. Was it a female president in that movie? No, I'm just making it. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, like how no, dolphins no, like no, to yeah, uh, sexually the... molest women on the, uh, yeah. in the pools when they get in there with them. I think we were doing the time like, wait, are they trying to kill Carter? Like, <laughs> like it was post-Nixon, but... <laughs> Come on, leave Jimmy Carter alone. Yeah, say, what do they got against the peanut farmer? Come on. <laughs> uh so yeah oh yeah but yeah uh, max burns the the producer whatever he's like hey uh, you might want to check out this new kid on the block you know he's uh he's pretty impressive coming after your spot there sonny and he's like yeah, yeah okay whatever blah 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 all oh, these perks are kicking in and starts like fucking dancing on the way to the trailer <laughs> we then cut to his ranch his palatial ranch in the hills of yeah, california and uh oh sally fields here this must be a sequel to smoking the bandit right <laughs> and I think we watched a movie with this exact ranch in it, but I couldn't like pinpoint yeah. it in my brain. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that this is either Hell Needham's ranch or uh, Burt Reynolds' ranch. Possibly. Yeah. Probably. You know what? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we, you know, he's talking to her, and you know, they're 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 not married, but they're definitely living in sin. And yeah. uh... <laughs> well, he doesn't want to get married because I think he explains it to Brian Keith, her father, later on that. When I cheat on it, then I'll feel really bad. <laughs> hey, a man's got a code, I guess. I don't know. But, and can any of us really believe that Sally Field is going to be living with this guy? Not Burt Reynolds, not in real life, right? Where he throws a fucking beer can across the living room and only gets it close to the garbage can. I'm thinking all the loose beer that's falling out of that fucking can that's going into the rug, going to the couch, on the table, everywhere. How does any woman put up with that? Babe. <laughs> so I'm that person. So it would never work. You're throwing beer. Yeah. You're drinking I'm, the can I'm of that beer. trash monster. <laughs> I'm that trash monster. Tim, no, no. let me tell you how I put great. up with it. BJCP. No. He uh, gives go. great head. That's what I'm assuming. Yep. <laughs> the flying. <laughs> There's just some uh, things when I see them in movies, it just really gets me. And when I saw him throw that beer can like that, like, yeah, I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Well, because she said, "Just get it within drain 10 it all feet. the way down before you toss it." Yeah, because she she asked him, "Can you just get your tra your trash within ten feet of the trash can?" I'm yeah. tired of cleaning it up from across the room, so that's why he throws it because he's like, "Where there is that good enough? Now let me fuck you." Yeah, and and this is the woman you don't want to marry. I guess. Well, this is why to, they're not. To really be fair, she oh, was no. nagging him about taking pills earlier. She was also nagging about taking his pants off a chandelier, and he said, well, "Oh it was yeah, me. Yeah, well, Why did yeah. you do it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I thought you take him off this morning. Yeah, yeah." But... <laughs> so yeah, after that lovely little scene, we then go to the set, and uh, the next stunt is, I guess, they're doing a zip line from the top of the building, and uh, you know, if <laughs> Adam West is up there like pretending like he's about to jump off, holding a puppy, and <laughs> and then the uh, yep, all right, bring in Hooper, and then. Uh, I don't know some some cop, I guess, but also with the Humane he's, Society. No, I, yeah, think the, he, the, I don't think he's a cop. I think he's control. one of those ASPCAP. Yeah, yeah, he's the animal control bit. Okay, but but he's like vested up and it has like yeah. the hat with a fucking badge and shit. Like he's a yeah, sheriff. He's an animal uh, control officer, babe. All right, but he's like, oh, you're not going to be doing that with a real puppy. Like, oh, that, that, and his uh, what's his name, Tony or whatever the the uh, the last the, the little like, guy, the little motherfucker. Yeah, he's like, oh, that's why we have this dummy dog that he's going to be going down with. Blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. 
So then they set up and, uh, oh, oh, yeah, he does it with a real dog. Oh, Why? Well, because um, so the the animal control officer walks off and the director says, you know, you're doing this in one take with a real dog. Don't fuck it up. Well, yeah, because everybody can see that this is a fake dog. <laughs> or someone completely different riding a horse. But, you know, <laughs> but yeah, so yes. Is that they go to great lengths to explain, like, we're doing everything in one shot. Uh, we can't use this, we can't use this fake dog because it doesn't look real. But then when they do the stunts, it's a they're using a fake, fake dog, dog. they're using multiple different camera angles and everything like that. Yeah. Well, Tim, uh, I, I, I think this was only in the director's cut that we watched or whatever, but uh, the director, Robert Klein, uh, he's actually a time lord, so he knows some like 50 years from now. They're going to be doing like a 4K ultra high definition mm-hmm. restoration of the 35 millimeter. Mm-hmm. Gotta be a visionary. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, he's like, no, no, this is art. This is going to be in the loom. Hold up in 4K. All right, sorry, I mean, Steve. Sure. We have some breaking news. What's that? The canyon is closed. The one by our house okay. because there's a lo- loose moose on the road that the <gasps> NR is attempting to catch and put in a trailer. The moose is loose. What? The moose. There's a moose in the canyon blocking all the traffic. Yeah, they got to lure it with the dummy moose. Those things are fucking big too. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just rarely is there a. a... God, what was it the other day? It was a cow in the road, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, we're country now. We oh, yeah. uh, are. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just my hometown that had the loose cow reports on the morning uh, news. <laughs> you just like car wrecks with like people's bodies strewn across the roads. Now you got fucking cows and mooses. Yeah, we don't need Moose wildlife thrown in there. Yeah. What would Tim, what would you do if uh if traffic was stopped up because there was a moose near you? Uh well you live in Utah, right? So it's probably <laughs> yeah. an open carry state. I just like take out my gun just like shooting up in the air. And if he didn't get out of the way, I just keep like shooting closer and closer to him. That's so also Tim's answer for New York as well. Oh, that, yeah, it works it works in all states really. <laughs> works anywhere uh that they just don't press charges <laughs> like look yarn i shot 12 rounds up in the air he didn't move and then i shot it at a 90 degree angle he didn't move you know come on it's not my fault <laughs> and then uh then you drop the knife next to him like he had a weapon right it's like one of those things i'm swinging my arms if you get in the way it's not i didn't punch you you got in the way right that's right see he gets it <laughs> uh so yeah so we see uh bert doing the stunt with the uh the real dog where they like do a zip line and then drop into one of the giant mats the whole time though they got the like looney tunes music going from the villain <laughs> the music is crazy in this movie yeah oh it's all over the it place. really is there's a bunch of scenes where they use like looney tunes music and it's like are we supposed is this supposed to be like dramatic or is this an ode to the slide whistle in uh <laughs> from james uh, bond yeah, what was it, oh uh, what yo yo is, what about when they rip off the James Bond theme? Like 99% oh. of that ba-da, music ba-da. is James Bond. I yeah. couldn't believe it. <laughs> I have written down for that part. These fuckers are getting sued. <laughs> <laughs> they have to see it. Someone has to see it first. I mean, <laughs> they've been noticing. Yes. Uh, one of the broccoli people <laughs> had yeah, to go see yeah, this movie. Barbara Broccoli, like, huh, Hooper, this sounds interesting. Here's that theme. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Turns out Barbara Broccoli, huge Burt Reynolds fan. Yeah, I mean, can't get enough I mean, Burt. She is elite. <laughs> Maybe Burt Reynolds could be the next one. You know, we're thinking about getting rid of Roger Moore. They hear that theme song. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. Maybe if he lost that mustache. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so they do this done. Of course, he lands, and the the ASPCA guy there is like, "Oh, so nice! What a real dog! You embarrassed me some formal charges, but sure, blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. Where's that going to lead? Nowhere. Don't worry yeah. about it. 
Wouldn't it be great at the ending of the movie was that he got arrested and put in jail for three right. months at least, right? Just three months. <laughs> yeah. At the at the other end of the big stunt, the cops are just there, like Sonny Hooper, congratulations. Six no, months. I just want a place card at the end of the movie, like Blood Deads. At the end of this movie, Burt Reynolds, yeah. Sonny Hooper turned himself into the ASPCA and served three months in prison. Yep. <laughs> Uh, he now has three teardrop tattoos. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, what happens? Yeah, so um, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, we cut back to the ranch, and uh, you know, Sonny's there talking with uh, Sally Field. I don't remember what her name is. Uh, Sonny and Sally. Yeah. They uh, <laughs> and uh, some guy named Boyd comes and like visits the ranch, and he's like, so "You uh, coming out for that charity stunt thing we're doing on Saturday?" No. I have this written You're... down in such big letter. Charity stunt show for the boys' home that they yeah. do every year? Yeah. I'm like, what? There's a lot to unpack with that sentence. <laughs> At this point, that boys' home should be a fucking mansion, right? Even if they've been just doing this for five years. They're making a lot of money. Well, you know, watching that stunt show, they probably spent more money on the stunt yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly why it's like we got to do this thing every year just to, you know, provide macro craft macaroni and cheese for a month, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but you know, Bert or uh, Sonny's like, I, I don't know, man, I was thinking about doing motocross or something instead. And like, well, uh, I'd like to introduce you to a little, a little, little buddy who just idolizes you. And this like fucking eight year old kid named Pete comes around the corner and he's like, hey, Mr. Sonny, you're amazing. Want to see me do a stunt? And he like jumps on a dog's back and like rolls off or whatever. Like, well, he jumps on the Boyd's back and he's like supposed to be a oh boy, that's like, right. Shoot me, that's and right. then he falls down. But the thing, all right, again, this is how my mind works: is Burt Reynolds shows up at the pulls up at his ranch. Sally Field and this guy Boyd are sitting down on the log drinking beers. Right? Yeah. He gets out of the car. He has like a three minute conversation with them, and then this kid gets out of the car. Was this kid just sitting in the car in the hot fucking sun all this time? While yeah. Boyd and Sally Field were sitting outside having a beer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's like, he's like, all Get right. With the ASPCA and Child Protective Services. Exactly. All the same movie. No, he's like, hey, I'm going to try try working over Sonny here. But if I give you the signal, you come out ready to, ready to do your stunt thing. Okay, mister. Only thing he was missing was this kid like had cancer or something like that. And his yeah. last wish was to see the stunt show. <laughs> he he just coughs in his, his little handkerchief and there's a little spot of blood. <laughs> but anyway, when you're going to kick the bucket, kid, you might even be able to be in the stunt show. Are you going to be in Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then we, uh, you know, gets him to agree. And we then cut to the Saturday Old West shootout. With and- cars. Yeah, with cars and motorcycles and, and helicopters. And yes. yeah, yeah. This makes zero fucking sense. Just put on our stunt show. Don't start it off with a fucking old Western show and then go into, oh, we time travel now. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't worry. We'll be time traveling back because, well, we, we meet Jocko, uh, you know, Sally Field's dad. And, you know, he's an old stunt man. And, you know, he's like the, the mentor, Bert, or Sonny's mentor and stuff growing up. And it's like, okay, that's great. And then he's like, Hey, you heard about this uh, new kid coming for your spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard something about it. Uh, is he around here? Like, oh, he's up there in that helicopter. <laughs> and then, yeah. Well, what I will, I will give this movie credit because you know what? Uh, look, I don't know about you. I'm going to make fun about this movie. I don't know about the two because the two of you sound like you love it, like it's a platinum DVD or something like that. But <laughs> it's a pretty decent movie story-wise, yeah. with a lot of stuff that you I wouldn't expect in a Burt Reynolds Hal Needham movie. 
that's basically a party movie. Let's all get together with a bunch of people that we know, get everybody paid, get drunk, and have a good time. Where they have the like the B plot of this thing is Brian Keith got replaced by Burt Reynolds, and Burt Reynolds is now going to be replaced by Jan Michael Vincent, and how they're going to de- how they deal with it. Yeah. Which is crazy for fucking Burt Reynolds movies in 1978. Yeah, Tim, I don't know if you know this. This movie's, I, I'll say it, four times better than Smokey and the Bandit. I, I'm throwing that out right now. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, Story-wise and writing-wise, yes, I agree with you yeah. 100%. It is a much better Stunt movie. Wise, There's just something uh, about Smokey and the Bandit that's just magic. It's lightning in a bottle, that one. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it is a little, a little funnier. I'll, I'll give it that. Well, yeah, you got Jackie Gleason. Jimmy yeah, exactly. Reed, whatever that name of that dog was. How many times I saw the movie, I can't remember the name of the dog. Was it Buford? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Somebody was named Buford in that movie, I guarantee you. Oh, duh. Buford T. Justice, Jackie yeah, Gleason. Say, yeah, I was going to say, that's <laughs> Jackie Gleason, right? <laughs> Maybe the dog's name was Boss Hog. Wait, that was another thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so so we see the the new kid or whatever he's up there in the helicopter just fucking jumps out and I'm like, ooh, dummy fall. Here we go. Oh wait, no, people the parachute. <laughs> it looked like a dummy for a while, and I'm wondering oh, yeah. now that because I only I did they cut away before he opens the parachute because that thing is falling like a fucking dummy. There's like his arms and legs it, are outstretched like an X, and he's not moving at all. And then he opens the parachute. I'm wondering no, if they I, cut away. I, and I then think. Show. I think because, uh, you know, I've seen Point Break like a billion times. I think when you when you have the parachute like that, you have your arms and legs out there so you kind of get flat so that when you pull the parachute, it just goes straight back like it's not going like back oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, like I up know. at an I, angle. You don't want to be shit. on your back yeah, yeah. when you open the parachute and have the parachute open underneath you. Yeah. But it looks like this thing is just like spinning around willy-nilly before the parachute opens. Well, they did just jump out of a helicopter. Yeah, that's right. No, Michael Vincent was all high and shit. I got that weird centrifugal force from the helicopter (laughs) blades. No, I don't know. He's like, I got to remember this for Airwolf. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it drops, uh, and then yeah, lands in one of those mats and everything. Everybody's like, "Oh, that's incredible!" And you know, because because it is. And uh, (laughs) and yeah, we see this Jan Michael Vincent. Uh, We don't find out his name. I think for like another twenty minutes of movie though, Uh, but he goes Uh, by. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll call him Ski. Ski, 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 motherfucker. Oh, yeah, they're saving, they're saving his name for the big punchline. Yeah. 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 Which, again, what is really incredible, what was really striking me about this movie last night is at this time, I guess what you said, Burt Reynolds was 42 years old? 42. Okay. Jam Michael Vincent is the new hot kid on the block. Yeah, he was he was going to be a major, major fucking star until he started fucking up his life with drugs and drinking and all that other shit. But if you look up on IMDb, I bet you before this movie, he was in at least three other fucking movies. And I'm wondering if the mechanic came. The mechanic had to be before this one because the mechanic is with him and Charles Bronson, where Charles yeah. Bronson yeah, is the, like, uh, the, yeah, the so, killer guy teaching Jan Michael Vincent. Yeah, like 74, 75, something like that, I think. Yeah. So, again, you know what? Hats off the bird because I don't think Sylvester Stallone would ever do a movie where – He's talking about how he's getting too old to do it and then put somebody younger, better, and in real life, younger and a better actor than him in the same movie with him. Uh, it's called Bullet to the Head. It stars uh, him and Jason Momoa. It's directed by Walter Hill. And I'm mm. apparently the only one who remembers that movie, and I love it. I remember the name of it. I didn't know that uh, Jason <laughs> Momoa was in it and yes. uh, that it was directed by Walter Hill. Now I'm going to watch it. That's seven yeah. movies I just found out. You know, everything I learned from movies from watching, listening to this <laughs> podcast. 
See? Hey! <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so yeah, we were introduced to the kid. Uh, no time for that, though. We had to go back to that old West chariot race. What? Ooh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, me and uh, we hear the kid's going to be racing against this uh, the stuntman named Hammerhead in the chariot race, and Bert's like, "Well, not on my watch." And no, this goes, guy looks like a fucking Don Rickles on steroids. <laughs> He's, right? He, Don, he does. Don, Don Roigles or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, basically he walks up to him. And he's like, "Hey, uh, oh, but uh, what, what are you wearing under here?" He's like, "Uh, nothing." <laughs> like, "Oh, you're you're free balling. You, you can't do that. What if uh, what if you get tipped over and uh, you know he comes and peeks out? You're like, oh, that ain't gonna happen. Like, but what if it does?" I would you? also think that as a stuntman, you want your boys protected. Oh yeah, you don't want them flapping all over the place. You don't know. You don't. Last thing you want is to get caught in one of them chariot wheels or something. Or jumping out of a helicopter and your balls are smacking in the face on the fucking way down? <laughs> Why Maybe because look- it's me. I'm an old man. Sorry. <laughs> Why does it look like he has three legs? Oh, my God. <laughs> like a windsock. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so he's like, hey, why don't you go to my trailer, get some shorts, and you know, it'll be ready to go. He's like, okay. And wanders off. And, uh, of course, you know, Sonny steps up in the chariot, mm-hmm. it pulls up, and it's like, race! <laughs> And we have fucking Ben Hur through the, the set of blazing saddles, just. <laughs> and uh, what's great about this movie is as even to see where there's aliens in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. But uh, but uh, yeah, you know they go through the town. They're they're like knocking shit out and stuff too. And I'm like, you know, all the money guys are raising is just going to go to put this place back together. Putting it back together. And the time that had to be spent to choreograph this. Yeah. Because you can't have the cars coming in while the chariot race is going on. You can't yeah. have the chariots racing while the guy's jumping out of the fucking helicopter. That's a lot of work and preparation for this. And Sonny just signs up for it the day before. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. And he didn't sign up for the chariot race. <laughs> he just jerked hammer had to step away. But. Yeah, anyway, eventually, uh, uh, Ski or whatever, he loses his, you know, chariot chair or whatever and just gets dragged for, like, the last furlong or something. And uh, Sonny wins. And then uh, and then this this was unnecessary because he then takes his horse, uh, Thunder, or whatever the fuck his name is, over to the kid's car and goes, caca, caca, and shits all over his, yeah. his car. Ten-year-old Tim Yobo laughed his ass off every time mm. I saw that. So you're the like, one. If I ever get a horse, that's the first trick I want to teach it. I want to teach it to lay down so I can, you know, get off the horse easy. I want to teach it caca, caca. <laughs> uh, one day, Tim. One day. <laughs> so then uh, after that happens, we then cut to a stuntman's caravan. And uh, yeah, there's like six oh or seven God. cars doing. At this point, I'm like, oh, these guys are the fucking villains. Yeah, these are the bad yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. they're they're just going, you know, 50, 60 miles an hour, whatever on the freeway, like bumping each other and shit, like in their their I get to see Ben Ben Gazzara from Roadhouse driving down after them. Right. <laughs> or like some Mad Max shit. Like yeah. you know, what a, they're like on poles swinging back and forth and attacking other vehicles. And but the drinking and driving and stunting uh, yep. going on in this scene is in fucking sane. I can't believe that even in 1978, that this wasn't something that people like you like when you watch this in the movies, like any adult, because I'm 10 years old. I don't fucking know. Oh, you should be drinking and driving and doing stud transferring one chick with a six-pack of cores from one car to the other, going 80 miles an hour. 
how is this acceptable as, oh, this is a funny thing to be doing? Yep. But uh, of course, the number one issue with this scene is when Burt Reynolds pulls a reverse Rockford and starts throwing that shit in reverse and is doing and breaks the speed limit in reverse. And we're like, bullshit, you're not breaking 30. Right. Maybe 40. That's no, about no, 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 it. That's all you got. It's a specially souped up car, right? No, you, sure, you got sure, one Tim. gear in reverse. They put a backwards rocket in it, Izzy. Not that truck. <laughs> no, that truck. <laughs> no, no, it just comes out the grill. Oh, so he's got reverse one, reverse two, reverse three. <laughs> yeah, he's got two separate trainees. <laughs> that's that's but, uh, the life of a Hollywood stunt man. By the right. way, which you can do if you install the transmission backwards, which my dad has done. Oh, Jesus. Not wow. on purpose, but did take it for. What do you mean, not on purpose? Wait, hold the fuck up! How, not how? on purpose. He's not a great mechanic. He's just. A mechanic. I am no mechanic by any stretch of the imagination. I wouldn't even know how to open up the hood of a fucking car if you put a gun to my head. But even I would like. You don't put a transmission in backwards. No, no, he didn't do it on purpose. He yeah. did it because he was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> he was drinking and not quite yet driving. Look, my dad had to reinstall that transmission three times in two days so he could then drive the truck to Tijuana to sell it. <laughs> three times in two days. Wow. So he put it in backwards, then he fixed it, then he went, well, no, something's wrong. I could, I could, I could tweak it a little <laughs> bit more, more then it went backwards again. Maybe if I flip it around. And he's like, he gets to the board. He's like, I'm not driving to Mexico. I'm driving. I'm coming from Mexico. Look which way my car's heading. Yeah. I mean, that low-key does sound like a top. <laughs> Go ahead and check that security camera. Tell me which way I'm going. Yeah. So anyway, CHP finds, uh, you know, this fucking caravan and, like, pulls him over. and They try to kill a cop. Yeah. First, oh, they yeah. tried, first they tried to kill a puppy. So far, folks, the heroes of our movie have tried to kill a puppy by ne- uh, just not paying attention to the rules and just, you know, fucking fuck it. We don't want to use a puppet. Uh, they're driving drunk, driving backwards, jumping from one car to the other. Like I said, none of them are wearing seatbelts. And now they try to kill a police officer. Wait, how do they try to kill the police officer, Tim? When they put the fucking the wire rig <laughs> on him, which this is a stuntman thing, right? I, yeah, I watched yeah. behind the scenes. This is how they do when people are supposed to like get thrown off of horses and motorcycles. And I think at the end of the movie, when they're showing like the bloopers, you can see this guy's only going like five miles an hour when they really do it. But oh yeah, yeah. they put a rig on the back of his belt because he had a loop. They tied like a fucking like what steel wire around the tree. Yep. And they put it on the back of him. And when they drive away, Burt Reynolds immediately goes back in reverse, pulls out a beer. And when the cops go to chase him, he falls off his bike and at least snaps his back. Yeah, right. Like at least pops his hip out or something. Just yeah. yeah. But, but, uh, but again, <laughs> no cops ever show up in this movie again. These would be pretty easy people to find, right? Hey, they're the group of stunt people who do all the movies and like to drive backwards. Yeah. Legendary Sonny Hooper. How do you know it's him? Look at the <laughs> look at his purse he walks around full of. He gave him a ticket. So he, he saw his yeah, ID. Yeah, that, that was my thing. That's why, like, you know, you're talking about it later, like the ASPCA take him out. I'm like, no, no, the cops just finally got him after the jump. That that's how movie, that's yeah, how Robert movie, Klein gets out of paying for it. This movie <laughs> needed to end like the ending of Blues Brothers, where they yeah. had cops, Nazis, redheads, and animal lovers all coming after them. Yeah. Uppins has come. <laughs> coming coming soon, Hooper 2000. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then we cut to the uh, the Palomino, which I guess is their uh, honky-tonk bar with live music. Basically their roadhouse. 
Yeah, no roof too. Yeah. So when it was that night, I didn't notice. I just figured it was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's just a bar or whatever, blah, 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 like the angles are down. But then we see it later and it's like, where the fuck did the roof go? Did that get lost in the fight? No, I noticed it at night too. And then you really see it during the day. And I'm like, because at first when I saw it, when I noticed there was no roof, I was like, oh, wait, are they on? Are they still on the movie set? And this is like a like a Western thing because we saw they were in the Western town. Oh, yeah, stud. yeah, yeah. And like, oh, you know, this is like this is the f- part where they film all the saloons. And like, so they really stocked it with liquor and food for that night. Yeah. And then they get into the gigantic and... fight. They fuck the whole place up. And then they come back the next day. And I'm like, yeah. they already fix the windows and everything. Yeah, yeah, they, well, <laughs> they you know what it is, Steve, with all the damage going on every single night. With, when you when you have a bar that caters to stuntmen who are drunk, <laughs> oh, shit, you can't yeah. afford the roof because you got to fix the fucking window. You got to fix the fucking horse perch outside and all that other stuff. They just got a bunch of like like uh, something that makes like those uh, sugar glass windows or whatever in the back. Mm-hmm. And they they constantly have like four or five just ready to go. <laughs> Plus the security that you have to spend to have security guards who are good enough to throw oh. out the world's best stuntmen and police officers, SWAT officers, uh, no less. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so, so yeah, SWAT, there's a SWAT convention. Apparently Terry Bradshaw and his SWAT buddies got in a fight with Bert and his buddies. But then, yeah, when I, I don't know, the bartender like gives the signal or whatever, and mm-hmm. all these guys in like white t-shirts just come by and basically pick them all up and start throwing them out of the windows. I'm like, Oh, so there were bouncers at this place. What the fuck were they doing for the last eight minutes? Do you know who the owner of the stunt of the bar is, right? She was the one who was going from one car to the other with a six-pack of corpse. She's yeah, yeah. Stunt woman. She just owns this bar. <laughs> She's stunt adjacent, you know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so yes, yeah, they all get thrown out. They're like, uh, oh yeah, let's uh, hey, party at my place, yay. <laughs> We think, yeah, because you know, once you get into a fight with a bunch of cops and you both get thrown out by the bounce, the next thing is, eh, you know what? You had a good fight. Let's come to my house and have some party. Exactly. We, but then we then cut to all of them sleeping while Bert's like, or Sonny's playing like his eight millimeter highlight reel, mm. like biplane switching and then just interspersing deliverance in the middle of it. <laughs> like, wait, what the hell? That well, was that was yeah. I mean, that was really him doing that stunt and deliverance and everything like that. Because I think that was oh, like yeah. maybe his, his first movie where you know he didn't have much of a choice. And yeah, if he absolutely. was a stunt man, he's like, hey, I can do it and make it look real. But how sad is that to go to this fucking guy's house to have a party and he wants to sit there in the middle of the fucking room watching old reels of himself? Yeah, that's like us. Like yeah, party at our house and then listening to our podcast. I'm ready for my close up, Mister Needham. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we get them chatting about like the good old days and blah, blah, blah. And I want to say on my tombstone, never turn down a gag and blah, 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 blah. So when you go marry my daughter and like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I think this is the part where Bert says that he loves her. And then I don't think he like outright says it, but like basically he's implying like now I can cheat on her and I don't feel that bad about it. But if we get married, then yeah. Man. Well, and and then uh, Bert's like, "Well, no one's getting married nowadays." And he, of course, Jocko's like, "What? Everyone's getting married. Yeah, he just slurs sh- are getting married." <laughs> oh, heart, we get hard F. Well, I think before he says that, he delivers, he delivers a little bit more funny and line that stands up a little better to the test of time. It's like, "Show me two people in the world who aren't getting married." Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he hits with the F word. Yeah, but yeah, with 1978, only one F word is. It was PG. I don't want to say good, but it's not as bad as it could have been. Oh, that's true. But oh, then he also drops the 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 like, when are you going to have a baby with her so I can have some grandkids, like that kind of talk. And it's like, oh boy, here we go. 
but uh but then we go to the set of transylvania 6 5000 you know just an old german village or whatever and well, it's uh, a spy movie so it could be set all over the place right yeah yeah well, it's definitely like german on the signs and stuff so i was like oh okay here we go but uh you know all the stunt guys they're all hung over because you know that that wicked party at bert's house and uh <laughs> not that young guy though he's ready to go Oh yeah, he comes rolling in on his motorized skateboard and shit. You're like, ah, oh, what the fuck is that noise? <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically, like I don't know, they, we you see some like coordinated driving through the little town square and stuff. But uh, the director is like, boring. What else you got? Uh, I don't know. Let me uh, let me think about it. Blah blah blah. And someone's I don't know. One of the girls like says, "Hey guys, did you know it's Roger's birthday?" Today? The you know, director like the director's oh, birthday. I, oh man, Tim Yobo remembers this part. Oh well, yeah. Please, Tim, take yeah. us away. Ten years old, sneaking in to see this movie. This is the reason why I snuck in to see this movie. This and the last stunt. They what they all they all chip in some money, and then the next scene is they bring in a gigantic. It's not even a cake, right? Yeah, it's like a box. Yeah. Yeah. And they get the director there and he's like, oh, you know, I've, I want to thank you all. Because he, he's supposed to be like this real snooty fucking like yuppie guy. He shows up in a fucking Rolls Royce, like you say, with the fucking sweater over his shoulders. So he's supposed to be like the opposite of all the regular working folk in this movie. Yeah. And then they say happy birthday to him and the box pops open. And I don't know who it is. But Jesus Christ, this is maybe some of the biggest breasts you're ever going to see oh, yeah. in a movie. Yeah, I, I think it's the the biggest you can fit on screen. Uh, I saw this in IMAX, and they still bear IMAX. What? <laughs> when the fuck did you see that Hooper a, in IMAX? That was a dream I had last night of after watching oh, okay. this. <laughs> I saw this, this in a, IMAX 3D, uh, 4D. Like there's even squirting nah, in my this face. Would be, this would be four double D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we get some nice little uh, little surprise, some tickle bitties. Uh, then we cut to night, and okay, I'll be honest, I have no idea what the fuck this was all about because you have you have Sonny and uh, the kid; they're dressed as like monks, monks in this town square. Church. Yep, and then they just douse the you know they have the little truck come through and just douse gasoline like mm-hmm. on the cobblestone streets, and then they just set it on fire, mm-hmm. which is awesome, awesome to look at. It and there's a car, pretty, yes. and there's a car that pulls up. And like Sonny runs in there dressed as a monk, and there's like some blonde stripper chick or whatever back there. Uh, okay, again, like I said, this is it's crazy because how they do in these stunts, but then these stunts don't make any sense. She's no. the actress in the movie. Why no. would they have her inside that car when all that's going to happen? Because you can bear, when when they pull off the quote gag, which I really hated. They kept calling it a gag. I don't know if that's really what it's called. Yeah, that's what it's called. Back in the seventies yeah, and eighties, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. St- like, stunts yeah, are yeah. stunts are gags. Um, horror scares are gags, and of course, like comedy bits are gags. I was just gonna say, was a comedy bit like a fucking? Oh, uh... <laughs> get up on your horse. But it makes zero sense because she's the real actress. She's in her her clothes, regular clothes, right? She's yeah. not even dressed up like in any fire retardant clothes. No. They get into the car. He bites her on the leg. He bites her on the ass, which is another thing a 10-year-old Yobo Romano was like, I got to do that one day. He puts the fucking fire sheet over her, and they take her out, and they cut. You can't see any of this on the actual camera that's supposed to be yeah. filming this movie. So it makes Yeah, zero all the cameras sense. are located on the other side of the fire. Yeah. Yeah, a stunt woman to do this part and how does how do you rewrite the script from 
the beginning, the first shoot was supposed to be all these cars chasing through the, the streets. They almost crash. No, in the middle boring. of the day, too. Yeah. And now it's nighttime. There's monks and a car that's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think this movie by Robert Klein is going to make $100 million like his last movie did. Yeah, that's right. And, and when, when they mentioned that thing, I'm like, oh, wait, is Robert Klein supposed to be Hal Needham and they just come off smoking the bandit? Or no, but uh, I think it's supposed to be more like, uh, oh, shit, who did the French connection? Uh, the Exorcist guy. Oh, uh, Freakin, oh, Freakin, Freakin, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was almost gonna say Forrester for some reason. <laughs> yes, Robert Forrester. No, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, so they do that, and I'm like, uh, okay, cool. And uh, then yeah, the director wants Ski to do like the, the, the next gag, which is like on the roof, and I guess uh, he's rappelling down dressed in all black like a ninja in the middle of the day, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess we got to see it, so yeah, shoot it during the day most boring stunt in this entire movie this is the most boring stunt unless it was supposed to be like back then it was like a big thing because it's like the tallest one that anybody's ever done that on yeah like, this doesn't look i could do this maybe people go yeah. mountain climbing do this oh but tim he, he repels down then he starts doing like all the shooting and uh like flips over bushes and shit is like all the guys ah oh, i'm shot and this is where the first time the bond music comes in i'm like oh yeah. Yeah. someone's getting sued <laughs> and another crazy spin-up is because they show the actor on the roof with the mask on going all the way shooting a bunch of people going over to the edge of the roof. then they cut then they put jam michael vincent in, and he's wearing the same mask you can't tell just again just have jam michael vincent do the whole thing yeah like happens all the time yeah, that bond music holy christ that's a drop yeah yeah it, it it's as different from the bond music as ice ice baby was from under pressure like it's <laughs> no no it's yeah. completely different because no, it's Da, 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 da. See, it's a little difference. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, director's like, hey, good job. So then we cut to Sonny and Sally Field in bed, and <laughs> Sonny's fucking <laughs> just in his little banana hammock and <laughs> yeah, like, checking himself out, we wearing his uh his sweater on his chest. Well, again, look, that's it for forty-two years old. Not bad, right? Oh yeah, no, no, not at all. Look, if I look like right, don't need to see him in a speedo. You're less hairy. And I, I mean, I'm definitely less hairy. But <laughs> And what You're I didn't like taller. about that speedo is it had a weird-ass fucking design on the fly, so my eye kept going there because I'm like, that yes. doesn't look right. How does, it, how does he take a piss with that fucking fly? You, you don't <laughs> take a piss with a banana hammock, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just gives you a little peek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then, uh, yeah, I, I don't... I, yeah, was that? Oh, yeah, that's right. He's like checking himself in the mirror and like, oh man, I'm not what I used to be. Like one of those kind of scenes where it's like, eh, it could be worse. <laughs> well, he does pinch an inch on his love handles, which again, I gotta say, hats off to Burt Reynolds because right? there aren't many. I can't imagine many action stars because it's not like he gained weight for this role, right? This is him. Oh yeah, yeah, it's just him. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine Sylvester Stallone getting a thing where he's like, hey, look, I'm getting a little bit flabby and old here. That's bullet to the head. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, all right. No, I actually he's pretty ripped in bullet to the head because because it was right after uh, the the Rambo Rambo Four or whatever. The one's Which just one Rambo Four. The, 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 the one where, or the one where he mows down the Philippines. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah like yeah. <laughs> no, not not a uh, Last Blood or whatever the last one was. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So they have to quit. Cut to the next morning and. Uh, we see him coming out of trailer saying Sonny's stunt studs. 
and uh they're talking about the next uh i guess the next stunt is like a helicopter drop and they're going to do like 224 feet because that's the record or something no he's doubling what the record is i think Oh, he's not shit, even like yeah. going like one because I think he says to the guy, he's like, what is it? And he goes like 187 feet. He goes, eh, let's do 325. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that, that, that that's the, the jump later. Yeah. The, I, uh, well, I, like, like this it? is still this is still like a world record, but like most world record, like 223. Like, eh, what do you say? Yeah, yeah, 224 not, then. No, sorry, yeah, no, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, uh, yeah, we get the Bond music again while he's getting on the chopper. And I'm like, Broccoli's going to fucking sue. Right. Like you said, you got to see the movie first. Yeah, but uh, okay. I, I the the one thing I like about this scene is like we see him like getting on the the oh fuck the the skid or whatever on the helicopter, like you know you know the part, mm-hmm. and he's and it shows him like getting closer and closer to the camera, like, yeah, yeah. And obviously, it's like okay, this is being shot on that helicopter is really like twelve feet off the ground or whatever, because it's like <laughs> yeah. otherwise, how else are you getting this shot on a steady cam, you know? <laughs> but uh, but then we see the jump, and it does like the slow motion thing, and then. Right into one of the, the the giant bags at the bottom. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's a new record, yeah!" Mm-hmm. But it comes at a cost. Oh, what's that, Tim? Well, now you have to go see your best comedian, fucking slash doctor. Yep. Who's smoking a cigarette while he's giving you the fucking exam? I couldn't. I couldn't believe when I saw the smoke coming up before you actually see the doctor with a cigarette. I'm like, "Wow, that's 1978." That's the 70s, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he, he's basically like, hey, you got uh, these two vertebrae right here. You're not kidding anymore. One good hit there. Dude, you're going to be paralyzed. But I know you never listened to me, so do whatever the fuck you want to do. But what about um, my coctus erectus? <laughs> and then was, again, like, yeah. the legit line, I laugh because the doctor with that mystery goes, hold it in your hand for a minute. <laughs> hold it in your hand. I'm talking serious right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So yeah, then we go back to set and they're uh, you know playing poker with Adam West and all that. And uh I don't know. Uh, the, the, we, they see the writer like getting angry and peeling off in his car or whatever. And, like, and then yeah, Max, the producer, walks over and he's like, "Well, apparently, director decided he's going to do some rewrites uh, with more gags, more stunts, and a new ending." What? Yeah. And then we cut to the director and he's talking about, "All right, so it's going to be the biggest earthquake ever ever seen on film." Like, so you shake the camera, okay? Oh, but, uh, easily done. Yes. Easy enough. And you're going to be driving through this town and, you know, all the fucking hospital's going to blow up and this the thing's going to fall over, blah, blah, blah. And then we're going to jump a bridge over this gorge. Uh, you know, the bridge is going to blow up and you're going to have to jump this gorge. And uh, they're like, well, how far is it? 325 feet. What's the world record for a jump in a car? 187. Mm-hmm. Okay. But well, what if we do it with a rocket up. car? Yeah. <laughs> what did the other car use? I... <laughs> I, I I don't know. It was a bus. No, and I don't think that worked out. Uh, the rocket car didn't work out too well for Evil Knievel. So I don't know why Sonny Hooper thinks he can pull it off. Viva, Viva Knievel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they're basically like, oh yeah, we can use a rocket car. We we could probably make it work. And then the director is like, well, how much is that guy going to cost? And uh, there's like like I look around like a hundred thousand dollars. I'm like. This is such a Mr. Evil moment for me watching this movie now yeah. in 2023. $100 million. Oh, wait, no. 100000 yeah. Oh, shit. They said so, yes. Divided by two. So it's not even, it's 50 grand each. At the taxes, how much is that? Two houses, Tim. It's 1978. <laughs> You're going to pay off that ranch and have plenty to buy, I don't know, a dozen muscle cars. And yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. Buy some but, long uh, pants for Sally. 
but yeah, then uh, you know, the director wants it, but he's like, there's no way I'm paying a hundred grand. So he sends his uh his little twerp Tony to like negotiate or whatever. And and as soon as he's like, I saw uh Sonny in the car, I'm like, oh, that's a death proof car. Don't don't go in there, Tony. Don't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's gonna stunt man mic your ass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But Tony's like, hey, man, let's do it for like 20K. Like, eh, hop in the car. Let's talk about it. And then, yeah, you just fucking go, go again, go drive through the old West town, scaring the shit out of Tony. I, there's a couple looks on his face where he legitimately looked like he pooped himself. I don't know. Uh, now, again, this is just my thinking. I'm not afraid. This is Hooper. He's the best yeah. fucking stuntman in the whole world. He's not going to kill himself. Because he kills himself. He gets nothing for the stunt coming up, right? Tim, so have you seen the movie Death Proof? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. You say, you say, Sonny's going to be fine, but that's on this <laughs> side of the car. That side, you got to sit on a bucket, <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, yeah, driving through the old West Town, they got, like, drive through a fucking, you know, wall that's obviously made out of cardboard or some shit, or particle board, maybe. But, uh, yeah, and then it ends up rolling it, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, like, Hundred thousand, uh, hundred thousand sounds good. Cool. All right. They, we then cut to Sally at the fucking hospital, and I'm like, "Wait, is Sonny dead?" Uh, you know, I rewound it because I was like, right? Wait, "What happened?" Yeah. <laughs> did, did I skip a scene? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think you skipped. I think you, I, you, we missed a part when we talked about the uh, the smoking comedy doctor who's doing his tight five with Burt Reynolds, where he tells him like, "One more bad jump, and you're oh, gonna yeah. be paralyzed from the neck down." Yeah. Yeah, so like after the after the roll or whatever, it's like, oh shit, it's like Sonny gonna be paralyzed? <laughs> like what? What is this? Is this? The end of the movie. But but then he like comes out of the elevator, and I'm like, uh, okay, so what is happening? Like, is Sally just meeting with the doctor to get the real story about the paralyzed? Oh nope her her dad had a stroke. Back all yeah yeah okay oh shit that's a uh, all right. He and, says uh, that he fell in the in the uh, the tub, so that means that Sally Field had to pull him out of the tub. Little Sally yeah. Field pulled Brian fucking Keith out of the tub. No, yeah. she she made a call. Right, uh, like, she left him in the tub. Thanks. Dad. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. She she called the Palomino. Had like three of the bouncers come over, and they just like ah. lifted him up and like threw him in the back of the van. <sighs> da, 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 da. And now he's supposed to be paralyzed from the neck down. They say the doctor says. No, no, he he hurt his knee, but but because he had the stroke, it was like you know it's he's you know he may not be able to walk again or something. But hmm. but yeah, yeah it, it, more like motor function thing than yeah. Because they got the only thing that looks like is wrong with him is they got his leg up in traction, which I never understood that because doesn't that well, take the blood away from your foot? Uh, but yeah, but it's so like I guess the the cells or the was it the white blood cells or whatever can like heal faster than blood pumps through so i didn't a expect faster. a real medical answer steve i was trying to make a joke i know it's what it's what i'm here for tim all right dr science here no i don't know yeah yeah so yeah basically yeah uh sunny goes in like has a chat with jocko and uh i, I don't know there, there's like the sad violins and shit playing where he's talking about like i remember a doctor saying your body is or, like a temple and uh, all the shit my temple's been through, it's a shame it's still standing. <laughs> you know what, though? That motherfucking old man, stuntman, has got the most perfect set of fucking white teeth you're ever going to see. In your life. How the fuck much yes. money, unless they're 100% false and they pull them out and he puts them in a jar every night next to his bed. How does he have those teeth at that age and being a stuntman? He's yeah. a stuntman. They are all fake. Exactly. <laughs> I figure most of them are. Yeah. <laughs> 
They take they take him out for half price from the hockey player. Yeah, they they decided to cut all the scenes where Bert like pulled his teeth out and handed them to Coley before right. they like <laughs> do the zip line or something. But uh, but yeah, basically he's like, hey, man, say you may not walk again. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm uh, quitting after this one last job. It's gonna be the greatest stunt ever. Like, don't fucking die. You better marry my daughter. Like that kind of shit. I don't know. Mm. But uh, what does that but- mean? Bury my daughter. That's not the line you said, is it? What? No, I don't know what. <laughs> you better marry my daughter. That's no, a don't... weird ass thing to say to somebody. Right? Don't, don't you die on me. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah. Oh yes, right. And Sonny talks to Sally about the the last one too. Like, oh yeah, after after this uh, job here, yeah, I'm he's playing it off like that's it. I, I'm listening to you, honey. All the talk, and I finally got it through my head. This is going to be my last stunt, but he doesn't tell her that it's going to be the craziest stunt ever. That, it, that it's a rocket car across Springfield Gorge or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then they uh, go home and uh, Coley's just lying drunk as a fucking skunk on their couch. And he's like, yeah, I've, I've been fired. It happens. But, you know. Do you guys have a friend like that that you could too go out to a movie, go see, I don't know, Fuck no, Super dude. Mario movie, whatever. And then when you come home... Tim Yobo is just laying on your couch all drunk on your tequila? They nope. like, Izzy, no. make me some eggs. All right, everybody listening to the podcast, no. Yeah. No, we don't. Not unexpectedly. Definitely not unexpectedly. You know what? I take it back. I have one person, but I think I'm okay with it because she's not in the state. We came home and Katie was drinking our, our booze and was on our couch. It'd be confused, but yeah, it, it, w- it wouldn't immediately be like picking her up and yeeting her out a fucking window like other people. Small enough to be able to do. Oh, totally. That's Katie. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, come on. You could yeet this guy out the window as a stuntman. That's right. <laughs> oh, but Katie's like 70 pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's easy to yeet. Yeah. Easy to yeet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd say, would you eat uh, Clarissa and Andrew if you came in and they were drunk on our couch? I mean, I, I, I'd have questions, especially, but mostly because they're not not in town. Yeah, yeah, so. like, uh, wow, of all the people, no, <laughs> you drove all the way here, baby. My house yeah, and drunk. That's off. You can stay for the weekend. That's a Oh, I know who it is. It's Caesar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be mad if, <laughs> if you found Caesar drunk on our couch. I mean. You're like, hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, I think we can but, all agree out of all of us in this podcasting circle, Daniel would probably be the most likely one oh, to be like, we come home and we'll, he's in our house. <laughs> walk in the, the house and he, boxes, yeah. yeah, Domino's boxes everywhere. We walk in, he's like, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> uh so yeah, but yeah, basically he's like, hey, man, uh, you need to get off this picture before you get hurt. And they're like, wait, what, what What the fuck's Cully talking about? And I'm like, thanks, Cully. I'm afraid you're gonna die. <laughs> I was waiting for Cully to pull the, oh, shit, look at the time. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, he's got some shit. Yeah, so, yeah, it t- tells him about the, the stunt, and of course, a lot of yelling and stuff going on, and and, Cully, and then writes him about the doctor, too. He tells him about the stunt, and then what the doctor said. Yeah. And then and then Coley lays like no, Sonny, you gotta stop, blah blah blah, and uh, ends up getting punched. I'm like oh shit. And uh, yeah, so after he punches Coley, Sonny goes to the bar. And uh, yeah, back to the Palomino. Yeah, no roof place. Yeah. By the way, every town has a bar called Pal- the Palomino or Palominos, right? Probably. Yeah. Do you know what a Palomino is? It's a kind of tree or some shit, isn't it? Nope, it's a color of horse. 
Oh, it's a what? It's a color of horse. Oh. So the horses that are like uh, the orange color with the white manes and the white tails. Like a little bit tan? Yeah, okay. That's yeah, a those are uh, those are palominos. I don't know why I was thinking some kind of like fruit or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I was like, I oh, you know, some sort of tree or some shit. Like a, like a ponderosa. Weird people get or... a fucking martini and seven olive, but they got give me a palomino in it. But that's got to be a pretty big glass if you're going to put a fucking <laughs> horse in it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, a, it's that stuff you put in olives, right? No, that's a pimento, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Cheese, right? That was a connection. Okay. The, uh, but yeah, you know, uh, Sonny's drunk as shit, and the waitress next to him is like, "Hey, well, so you and me go somewhere." Even the waitress is like, "Look, Sonny, go home, dude." And then he bites her. Yeah, yeah. Then he does the whole biting thing or whatever. No, he's got a fucking biting fetish, doesn't he? Yeah. This is the oh, second yeah. person that he's the second woman that he's bit in this fucking movie. Yeah. And, then, and this is the first time we get the good old Burt Reynolds laugh. The <laughs> oh, no, Steve, I'm sorry. This is your show. I don't want to correct you. We've already heard it at least four or five times. That really? Ah, ah, whatever that is. I can't even do it. But uh, yeah. Well, I know there's like the boisterous, like with the crowd or whatever. But, you know, you get the. <laughs> oh, yeah. You get this on uh, one on one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the bartender comes over and he's like, I know you must be drunk if you're in my bar hitting on my wife while I'm so close to you. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm not drunk, I'm not drunk. And then he falls off and he yeah. drove home, I'm going to assume, right? In a rocket car? I, I, I the, the, the bartender said he was calling him a cab, but the next time we see him is, you know, Sally Fields in bed and she like, hears him on a horse in their ranch. And I'm like, all right, yeah, hopefully a cab took him there because he's really drunk. And we get the, the old musical number, the he's a pawn, a player, a hero. Oh king. My God. And they actually call his name out. So this song was yeah. written for this movie because she says yeah. Hooper. Tim, there are not enough movies nowadays where there are songs written specifically for the movie about the characters in the movie. Like in the uh, 70s, you know, 80s. Me, I love it. Yes. When there's call outs. Yeah, I love it. That's great. But it's like if there was a song where it's like, you know, you know I, I guess Deadpool's kind of the exception, but but if it's like her name is Ray and she walks among the sky or some shit. Like, <laughs> She's walking in the sky. <laughs> you know, on second well, thought, like, can't wait for that new trilogy are coming back. Yeah, oh god, I can't wait. I mean, uh, Daisy Ridley has to make another movie someday, right? Eventually. <laughs> Look, okay, Daisy Ridley. What, what I'm excited for is in another, eh, say, about five years or so, she's going to have that period like Mark Hamill had in the early 90s where he only starred in amazing movies that nobody watched. <laughs> and she going to yeah. start doing a lot of cartoons later on? Oh, what was that, the one uh... where he was the hitchhiker serial killer? Oh, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the oh, is that, the movie? is that like also from the 70s? Yeah. Or like the early 80s? Oh, no, yeah, uh, or, 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 I, early I think it's 90s. Like yeah, it, it is on Tubi. Uh, Slipstream is on Tubi. Uh, the Giver, I think, is on the Blood Bank. Like yeah. we, we, we've seen a few, but yeah, Mark Hamill there in the early '90s. Don't sleep on those movies. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm looking. Well, no, he got fucked because he's Luke Skywalker. That's it. Well, yeah. I, I mean, Daisy Ridley, same thing. Any movie yeah. she's in, it's like, oh, that's Ray, or it's like, oh, that's not. Yeah, Natalie but here's, here's a difference. Here's a difference, I think, and maybe easy. I don't know if you're a Star Wars fan. I think you can maybe back me up on this. People loved Luke Skywalker, and for the most part, the idiot fans hated Daisy Ridley's character, Ray. Well, because she's a chick, obviously. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Yeah. 
Oh, why it, Why can she just do whatever she... Oh, I don't know. Why was uh, Luke Skywalker, who never flew in a fucking actual X-Wing fighter, be able to shoot that fucking thing down the goddamn hole? Yeah. yeah. Because he was shooting one rats at anyway. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> Welcome to everything I learned from Star Wars fans. That's right. Luke Skywalker oh. is not my favorite character in the Star Wars movies. I'm just going to say that. Midnight Ride is the name of the movie. Midnight Ride. Check it out. And uh, also, uh, Time Runner was another one we watched that was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Maybe coming next, Marky Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, th- wow. There you go. Look at that. Yeah, well, get me on, because I, I want to do Corvette Summer with him and Annie Potts. Oh, uh, yeah. we've already done Corvette Summer, though. <laughs> oh, man. I got with so mad because I saw it came on t i couldn't see it in the movie theaters when it finally fucking came on abc sunday night movie i saw it and i was like wait that's not luke skywalker i was so <laughs> convinced it was going to be like i didn't know what the fuck to think of it but i just kept expecting that's going to be another star wars thing but yeah he's yeah. going to get in the van and fly off <laughs> to a galaxy far far away how and can the... you still look skywalker stingray come on <laughs> in the millennium banking or whatever no. <laughs> nope he's just a homeless guy who sleeps in a u-haul yeah <laughs> uh so yeah anyways yeah so we see sunny he's like riding along on his horse or someone's riding his horse but when he pulls up sally field it's for Reynolds. my god it's so bad it's yeah really- it's up there with that Terminator 2 scene where Arnold Schwarzenegger is jumping on that motorcycle down in the gully. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it, it stunts. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, and then he basically, like, hops down from the horse and they just start banging right there on the grass. And I was so waiting for him to, like, vomit on her because he was so fucking drunk. First of all, here's something that I love in movies and they don't do it anymore. I love it when people fuck in front of animals and the camera yeah. shows the animals yeah. looking like, you get the dog giving a quizzical look or like a pigeon double take or <laughs> yeah because we just on the watches we did um uh no, we did watches on the bloody bits with um cory hayne oh yeah yeah and there's a scene where he's trying to make out with his girlfriend in the barn and all there's like eight different cuts of reaction shots of, of the animals in the barn while they're making out yeah, ace ventura man <laughs> you know, yeah, there you go. Moment, that might have been the last moment. movie that did it. Yeah. Thank like, you, you ruined it for me. Yeah, they're like, that's it. They, they perfected it. There's no need to do it again. The end. Oddly enough, around that same time, souffle humor came out of fashion. My souffle. You got to be quiet. <laughs> mm. Yeah, wow. You know what? It's crazy how things are. Wow. Wow, holy shit. For real, for real. You just blew my fucking mind here. Because you're right. That was a huge fucking thing. It was like like trying to remember the last time. Yeah. And I can't remember the last time that like Monica walked in or Rachel and Rachel. Yeah, I was gonna say I think friends. Like it was friends or mad about you was probably like the last time somebody did that. No, I don't even think so. I know. Mm, wow you know listeners of this podcast and any crossover listeners we have from all of our podcasts what was the last time there was a you you fucking made a noise and crushed my souffle joke in a tv show i'm googling it right now (laughs) that's the last recorded souffle joke (laughs) yeah really i'm super super curious because it's like one of those things like the other like quicksand right 
We yeah. all we all knew growing up quicksand was a major fucking thing. You just don't see it anymore unless you're like you're paying, I guess, for a fetish video from what I've seen on the internet from some things. I don't know what, <laughs> but that is incredible. Souffle jokes. Wow. So we we hear you. We hear you, Tim. You just want to see Tucker Carlson drop a souffle <laughs> and then get sucked down by quicksand. <laughs> yes. Oh, please. Uh, I'll skip part one just with part two. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm trying. I'm like Googling it, but everyone's just doing the History like, souffle I, I had a souffle joke, but it fell flat. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, because nobody wants to admit that it's small wonder. Yeah. It's a small wonder. It could be, right? Vicky's gears are making too much noise. <laughs> Love that stupid show. So, all right. So, so after uh, we cut to the next morning, and uh, Bert's, uh, yeah, sorry, Sonny's basically telling the director, like, hey, I'm, uh, I'm not going to do the stunt. I'm, I'm, I'm quitting on you, whatever. And the director's like, what? You can't. You know what? Who, who? Okay, fine. Who else could pull off this stunt? No one that I know. What about Ski? We'll get him to do it. And like Sonny and Max are both like, uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Like he, he might say he can do it, but it's a two man job and blah, 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 blah. And he says, I don't know. Max says something along the lines of like, yeah, it's only a movie. And, uh, it's not worth anybody's life. It's not like, it's not like Robert Klein. You're supposed to be Richard Landis filming the Twilight Zone or something here. Yeah, oh, get him. Mm. No. <laughs> well, wow, wait a second. This guy was Landis before Landis. <laughs> well, he let's face it, Landis wasn't the only one. All right. <laughs> like, yeah, he, I mean he's he's the one that got caught because it has There's a film but, of it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> By the way, John Landis still alive. <laughs> and neighbor to a friend of the podcast, Dana Gould, apparently. Woo! <laughs> I, oh, hey, hi. I, I swear I thought he died a while back, but apparently not. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, so, yeah, anyway. Uh, we cut to the Palomino. Uh, this is where we actually see it in the daytime. It's like, oh, shit, there we go. Uh, and in, in Sorry, Col- Steve, I have breaking news. What's that? The canyon is now open. They could not catch the moose, but it ran oh. off into the woods. The moose is on the loose. It's on the loose. On the loose loose. <laughs> There's an APV out on them. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, apparently they're intermittently uh, having to stop traffic because the moose keeps running back onto the road. So he's just fucking with everybody. Oh, okay. He's here to fuck up your weekend. I'm sorry, I just want to like immortalize that a moose is blocking traffic to one, two, three, four resorts. Yeah. <laughs> Why is our Easter weekend numbers down so much? <laughs> What's Gwyneth Paltrow going to do now? Oh no! Oh, goop. So, uh, so yeah, so yeah, we're at the Palomino, and Coley comes in and tells Sonny that he's <laughs> the new stunt coordinator. Um, I, I don't know. They're talking about like he's part of this new breed of stuntmen, you know, that are clean and smart and all this stuff. That's like, okay, yeah, they don't want to die and be crippled at 32. Got it, you know, but uh, yeah, we see like, uh, I, I don't know. But, but, yeah, uh, Sonny's like working out or whatever, and Max is there talking to him, and he's like, "So can I convince you to do the gag, you know, to like help ski and get this movie done? Otherwise, you know, I've uh, squandered all my savings in this thing. So if it doesn't happen, there's no movie, and I'm fucked." Yeah, first he spent all that money on that beautiful racehorse. I got his head cut off and put it in his bed. Then he made that <laughs> right? movie 
with the fucking the Godfather doing it, and it flopped. No, this is his last chance, I guess. I guess, yeah. <laughs> and I was waiting for him to say something like, "I'm over the hill. I'm 47 years old." Like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, see that guy? No, no. Get Steve. Really, I don't think the two of you can fully appreciate this. Wilfred Brimley, when he was in oh, Cocoon, yeah. was like what 47 years old. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get no. I, like, I don't know what. <laughs> I, I know the ages of the Golden Girls, and we've yeah. been trying to recast the Golden Girls, and it's like, wow, like Elizabeth Shue and Sigourney Weaver are like fifty nine years old, yep. and they can still get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for Burt Reynolds to look this way that he looks now at forty two, and like it's 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 a it's an achievement for somebody in the seventies to pull that off. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Absolutely. Ned Beatty was probably Ned Beatty was probably three years younger <laughs> than Burt Reynolds was, and put the two of them side by side in 1978 and see what you get. Well, one of them squealing <laughs> like a pig. Anyway. Mm. Don't say that to his face. I'll punch him. Um, you know, <laughs> look, it's one of those things like Ned or Warren Beatty. If one of them punched you in the face, would be like, "Hey, <laughs> that means that. I've made it." I guess. <laughs> uh yeah so yeah they get talked into it um he tells sally that uh you know he's gonna do the stunt she's like well i won't be here if you get back all right thanks yeah and then uh yeah we start getting the details of uh of this final stunt where it's like oh yeah we're gonna have this explosive truck uh, come over here and blow this bridge by the way they're showing the bridge and like cars are going on i'm like they're blowing up a fucking highway they're blowing up i have that written down they're blowing up a real bridge they're cutting off an entire fucking town what happens to this town now yeah exactly it just becomes one of those like forgotten minor towns in west virginia or some shit that's what this is is one of the uh like a, a modern ghost town there you go. Uh, don't worry. That town's being turned into the bottom of a dam next no, week. What? They are filming in L.A., right? Because his house is yeah, in yeah, L.A. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be like California LA. somewhere. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of those like up... abandoned towns like out in the deserts, California. Oh, yeah. But their yeah. car is zipping by back and forth yeah. on it, is Yeah, yeah. It's like a major thoroughfare. 66. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not anymore. Uh, but yeah, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna, you know, jump this thing. It's gonna be about eight to ten G's on impact." Yeah, it's like like Sunny and Ski. They're they're like talking, like drinking while they're talking about it. I'm like, "All right," and they start talking about like, "Why is there stuntmen always have trouble with relationships?" And uh... Tim, do you want to take this part, or do you want me to talk about like why they basically explain this whole movie uh... in about thirty seconds? Please go ahead, because I can't get past the part where. Uh, Burt Reynolds just was working out when the old man is telling him to please do the sun for him and he puts his fucking jacket on over it to now this is the first time that Jan Michael Vincent has ever drank a beer in his life and they made a fucking chorus pyramid yeah. and he's still coherent yeah well he's Jan Michael Vincent you know, he's Errol and it's chorus yeah sure I'm already kind of getting more fucked up than Jan Michael Vincent was drinking 12 cores so his breath smells yeah. like perfume right he just has to pee really bad yeah. <laughs> he's more hydrating he's ever been in his life <laughs> but uh, yeah well, why we always have trouble with relationships and the, it's kind of like well it's kind of like drinking and driving like the You're it seems like it's to do it yeah it's like seems like a good idea at the time but then once you've sobered up or whatever like what no what about drinking and driving backwards what about that bert What's yeah happen? <laughs> that was my note too like oh like you've been doing this entire movie yep. okay 
Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, the cops, uh, you know, see them drunk or whatever, and uh, like I, because they're like on a like a beach, like at a, a yeah. little bench, at a beach like or a something. picnic table, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I hope you guys don't plan on driving out of here. Like, no, no, I uh, called my, my mother and she's coming to pick me up. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to them speeding and still drinking, like throwing cans out the fucking window, basically. And then passing that. the cop. I could forgive this scene a little bit more if it was Burt Reynolds, the best stunt driver in the whole fucking world doing this. After he's already had a couple of beers, obviously, but I'm sure Jan Michael Vincent the guy who weighs 90 pounds less than Burt Reynolds and who has never had a beer in his entire life can drive as well as he's driving in this scene. But he's that new breed of stuntman, Tim. I don't know. No, that's right. They're stronger, younger. They don't care. They use those pocket calculators or whatever. Oh, that po- you mean a calculator? Yeah. The f- a pocket, pocket calculator yeah, pocket. That thing was as big enough as more like a backpack calculator, too. <laughs> like it was so, it's bigger than an iPad, right? So, now. gentlemen, the difference between a calculator and a pocket calculator is the old calculators used to have to plug into the wall. The pocket calculators had this battery technology. Oh, yeah, with the solar oh, battery. Yeah. 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 Because you know, you could put the other one in your pocket, but you can only walk like three feet away from the wall before it didn't work anymore. But <laughs> they said this is a pocket computer, not calculator. They said a pocket computer. Oh well, whatever. <laughs> because he pulls it out when they're playing poker and he loses, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So there's a little callback, and then when this scene when they're getting drunk, Burt Reynolds says, "So what does that pocket computer tell you about the chances of it?" And he's like, "Oh, if we do it, we're going to pull five Gs and this and that, and if we land on both wheels, we'll be okay." So they're calling it a pocket computer, as far as I remember. Yeah. 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 Probably. I, I just. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, they're they're speeding. They pass the cop, and of course, the cop like turns on the lights, like pull over, pull over. All right, hit it, and they hit the fucking rocket on this car, and Fast and Furious out of there. <laughs> there we go, our this heroes. Is a pretty cool scene when they hit the when they hit that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, then now they're on set, guys. We've made it. We're getting to the final stunt. Uh, we got a little run through with the director Roger pointing out, like, "Oh yeah, I want you to go past this hospital. It's going to explode. The stack's going to fall over. I wanted to just miss the car." Um, blah blah blah. And uh, Sally, Jocko, and uh, Coley all come to watch the stunt. And it's like, "Okay, here we go. Here we go." Mm-hmm. And then action, Tim. What the hell happens? Again, <laughs> too much. Stunt- well, yeah, because I mean, I, I like I said, this was like when these movies were coming out, there wasn't special effects. So, oh, yeah. what was like always the big selling point, the thing that got them on the news, the thing that got a ten minute segue on twenty twenty or whatever the equivalent was at the time, was you were pulling off the best stunt. Somebody was falling out of the tallest building. You were doing the biggest car crashes. You were doing all this stuff. So. The way that when this movie came out, this was a huge fucking thing. Everybody knew oh, yeah. about this stunt. It was like a gigantic thing. But it just doesn't make any sense for the what this movie is supposed to be at all from what we've seen. Yeah, well, yeah, the spy movies or whatever the fuck they're making right now. Now because... there's an earthquake while the spy yeah. is being chased. What? Yeah, yeah. Too much, too much, Michael Bay. Come on. I don't know the spy who laughed danger is, but damn it, I'm watching it. Right? <laughs> yeah, ba- basically, scream action. 
boom, explosion starts going off. They peel out in the car. Buildings are collapsing. Other other cars are like crashing into crevices. Uh, oh my God, there's so many cars happening, including there are yep. four of this car yeah. driving yep. around. Just yeah. going into a ditch for no reason. Yep, fucking guys like on motorcycles hitting cars and doing fucking flips over them. Mm-hmm. Uh, gas stations blowing up. By the way, fuck you, 57 cent a gallon gas. Uh, just all sorts of shit. A wall gets fucking blown up. A hospital gets blown up. Some chick got fucking uh, the hospital when the car crashes into. Oh the, yes! The oh, the guy yeah. in the wheelchair. Yeah. I was like, wow, this yeah. is death race. You fucking death race two thousand. Yep. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, the, the that fucking uh, the the brick smokestack or whatever falls and yeah, just misses. Yes. Yeah, just misses. just misses the car. That last one, like, oh shit, that. Was... You may want to double check that bumper, but uh, okay, up until this point, this has been pretty much filmed with very little cuts, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they'll once they go away from the main car driving, you see, like, the like I said, the car's going to the ditches and all like that. There's a cuts, but pretty much when you see the car driving, the main car, there's like a good like 20 30 second shot where all the shit's exploding over them, the ground is falling away, and everything like that. And it's a one shot. And the director at one point says that he wants to get this jump done in one take. Yeah. You know, he's like trying to be the Alfred Hitchcock of uh, action and stuff like that. But they get through all that stuff, all the great stunts you just explained. And then Jan Michael Finn stops right before the bridge. Yep. <laughs> yeah. By the way, and stops- one shot, right? Yeah. Stops in front of the bridge after the truck has blown up and taken out this goddamn superstructure. Yeah. The mm-hmm. fucking. Fucking I forty, it just cleared it right out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's worse like... than a moose on the road. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah, he stops on brakes, and you know, Sonny's like, "What? What the fuck are you doing?" Like, not enough pressure. We're not going to make it. My life's not worth. My life's worth more than a mo- more than a film. And uh, yeah. Sonny's like, "What? What are you talking about, man? No, do this!" Like fucking peer pressure, peer pressure. And then well, yeah, like, he says, "You put a price on your life as soon as you agreed to do the stunt for fifty thousand. So, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, J. Michael Vincent, you know, let me hear it. Woo-hoo! Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Let's go. So they hit it. They jump it. A fucking rocket car. It looks like I think it's just a car like tied up to a helicopter or some shit, like going across right. or whatever. Like it's not what you think it is. He is and then it's disappointing about this whole fucking movie. This is the big buildup, and there's like four different cuts. Yeah. Once this car takes off, it's just, oh come on, you got to give yeah. it to us in one shot. This is what you're telling us, right? Yeah, it, it's not like it's a uh, fucking diamonds are forever where they do that loop de loop thing and throw in a fucking slide whistle, which is an amazing fucking stunt, and then mm-hmm. they just like take all the piss out of it. But, yeah, so yeah, you know, they, they could have maybe they could have hooked the car up to a helicopter, right? Yeah, that, that's what I'm pretty sure it was. Is like, yeah, basically they have like a fire extinguisher going off in the back of a car, you know, for the rocket, and then they're just flying it with a helicopter, but like adjusting the speed so it looks like it might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they land it, and also they landed it fucking sideways and immediately stop. And I'm like, no, that's not how that would work. Why is everybody there on the landing area? <laughs> like, don't trust the computer. Yeah, but yeah, they don't roll it. Up. Yeah, they they go and check the car and. Uh, you know, Sonny's not moving. Oh, shit. Oh, no. I mean, like, Sally's in there, and she's like, what? Oh, Sonny, Sonny, you okay? They're already, like, pulling his corpse out of there and standing him up in the window like it's Weekend at Bernie's. But, nope, he's fine. 
Good. And we know before he even moves because the music is like, like, oh, so he's fine. And then he like looks at Sally and they hug. He does the grin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goes and hugs Ski, goes and hugs Max. Oh, it's the best stunt ever. Oh, it's the last stunt I'm ever going to do. It's going to be great. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Tony gets fired. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> Wink. Uh, yeah, even Roger comes over and gives him congratulations, and he's like, hey, you know, the reason I did this because films are tiny pieces of time, and yeah. I apologize for putting through all the shit I put you through. And Tim, what happens? Uh, this is where he breaks the fourth wall for the first yeah. time in yeah. the last ten seconds of the movie, right? Exactly. Looks at us and goes, hey, come on, he's got it coming, right? I mean, he yep. doesn't say that, but that's what his great acting implies. And then he just punches Robert Klein in the face, and Robert Klein does a slow fall. Then they all get together. They all start walking away, and just as they walk away, Burt Reynolds looks right at the camera. Does he give the okay sign? Yeah, he has like a little A-OK sign with his oh, hand wow. or whatever. Freeze well, frame. That's another thing that didn't age very well. But yeah, it's yeah. Cool. <laughs> that was my thought too. Like, oh no. Okay, just a note on that. So that's like the A-OK sign is now like, I'm a racist. But when oh, I, was I thought a, it, I thought it was a, you trick someone into looking at it to get to punch him in the dick or so whatever. So they used to get with me <laughs> yeah, in high school. That's right. So that's now, like, every time they're like, "Oh my god, these law enforcement officers were doing the sign," I'm like, "So you get to punch him in the dick?" Yeah, that's the rule. Yeah, it's the '90s, baby. Right. <laughs> but we apparently, it means something more. Every generation has their interpretation of that symbol. Apparently, apparently, uh, I, I I think in the two thousand. Either uh, way, a dick being a dick or a dick is involved, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But or, what I'm saying or, is, or if workaholics, it's tight butthole. It is tight butthole. But I think also workaholics, you still get to punch somebody in the dick. Yeah, absolutely. With tight butthole. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Sunny well, throws if you up. Put somebody in the dick that will tighten their butthole up. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, it will. Yeah. So Sunny throws up the tight butthole. Roll credits. <laughs> Roll credits. Oh, but of course, because this is a 70s Burt Reynolds Hal Needham joint. Oh, yeah. We get the behind the scenes stunt compilation from the movie for five minutes. And man, the, oh, the, the yeah. music over it, the ain't nothing like the laugh of a Hollywood stunt man. I was convinced until I saw the end of Christ. I thought this was sung by uh, the Roscoe guy, his friend. Oh, Coley or oh, whatever. Cully. Yeah, yeah. It sounds exactly like him. Yeah, totally. I can see it. Uh, who who sings it? All country know? music sounds exactly the same to me. But yeah, on Twitter at Yobo Gold, in case uh, I insulted any. Music. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that's Hooper. Uh, Tim, would you recommend this movie? Yes, I would recommend this movie just for the simple fact of, like I said, it's. I mean, it's not a, a great fucking movie. What? But I think it. Well. Uh, all right, I'm I'm, uh, I'm not. Are, 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 are you saying are you saying it's a piece of time immortalized on film, like uh, the director Robert Klein said? Uh, almost yes, because you're never going to see these kind of stunts ever done again, right? Yeah, you don't true. see car flips like this. Now a lot of the shit's all fucking CGI and all that other crap. Uh, but I really, like I said, I have to give hats off to it because it's a much better written movie than you're going ever expect to hear. It's a movie called Hooper, and it's about Burt Reynolds all his stunt buddy friends getting together and doing stunts. Yeah. I think a lot of the things that Burt Reynolds is like dealing with in the movie is a lot deeper than I ever expected seeing from a Burt Reynolds movie. And when I saw this at 10 years old and probably 11 and 12, because movies used to be out that long, 
and they would and come tits, back. Tits, tits, yeah. tits, yes, tits. Yes, tits, tits. Hey, I know that voice. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I watching it this time. I was really surprised as to not just the stunts, but there was a lot of like deep underlying themes going on in this fucking movie with Burt Reynolds like, having to deal with getting older and not being the young kid on the block anymore. And like I said, hats off to him for putting Jan Michael Vincent, who was a pretty big rising. That, like I said, like it would be like a big movie star doing that and putting a young Brad Pitt after Brad Pitt had already hit. Okay. You mean, you mean like, like Robert Redford and Brad Pitt in a spy movie together? What? Yes. Yes. Okay. There you go. There you go. There's not many actors who have the guts or the balls or the confidence to do that. Zone, like, I can hold my own. I don't have to be afraid. And you know what? Yes, I it, there's a changing of the guard going on. So I think, yeah. like, like I said, for a movie called Fucking Hooper with Burt Reynolds in it, it's got a lot of good uh, underlying themes and stunts that you're never going to see before. And that last stunt, even with some of the cuts and some of the prompts in it, is still incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Babe, would you recommend this movie? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hey guys, I think I have a new favorite Burt Reynolds movie. Like I said, wow. like, like smoking the bandit's cool. I, I, I like it. This one's better. Uh, Boogie Nights. I don't know. Uh, like I'm trying to think like other Burt Reynolds movies I really love. That's but... not really a Burt Reynolds movie. Boogie Nights. I mean, I'll allow it. on Boogie Nights, man. Uh, oh no, never. We we just talked about it during Porn Month or, or yeah, no, Marky March. Marky March. That's right. That's right. It was on the cusp of those two months. That's a Marky Mark movie. Yeah. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, I mean, what 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 other competition is there? Blood Rain, like, you know. <laughs> demanding. Wait until you see that one. Oh, okay, yeah, we're definitely gonna have to do uh, Mo Movembert one of these days. Yeah, 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 yeah. If and, you and, do, if you do a Burt Reynolds month, please have me, Mike from the Grind Band, and Daniel from the Mustache Show podcast. So, because we, like I said, we already did that for uh, that that one movie, the Maddening, the Maddening his yeah. thing. And to come back like three years later and do it with you two would be really fun. I'm down. Sold. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. I guess on that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. <gasps> well, when we come back, though, we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, and what we learn from Whooper. Whooper. Hey, everybody! Are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well, then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs, snacks, dinosaurs made out of snacks, movie monsters, unicorns, cats, dogs, rats, shrimp, Pokemon, tie-dye, paracord bracelets, paracord dog leashes, enamel pins, coloring books, block prints, watercolor, pet portraits, buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. When the world is in danger. Sea levels have been rising steadily, leading to economic collapse. When the threat is beyond belief. Zorn is back from the dead. We never did find his body in San Francisco Bay all those years ago. I told you these microchips will be huge. Now I have to flood the world. Flood the microchip market? No, the world! Like that water movie with the fish man. There's only one man who can save us. Bond. 
James Bond. I've developed a lot of gadgets over the years, 007, but a time machine simply isn't one of them. You're not the man you once were, Bond. Time knows no mercy. Didn't you die a few movies ago? Obviously, that's completely irrelevant. But when that one man reaches a certain age, he could probably use some help. Don't worry, I've arranged a meeting with an old friend of mine. Wait, you're not Anya Amasova? No, but I am Agent Triple X. Now, two cultural icons must work together to bring down evil. Mr. Bond, Mr. Cage, you see, it's already too late. Project Final Strike is already underway. Yeah? Well, I live for this sh- Language! Do you want a PG-13 rating or not? There you go with your old man MPAA regulations. Old man, gentlemen, you're literally eight gentlemen, months older guys, than I am. Look it up. I'm over here divulging my evil plan. But will they be able to even get along? Yeah? Well, you know about extreme sports. Well, since you asked, I'm an Olympic-level skier and marksman. Uh, I've raced uh, speedboats, jet skis, snowmobiles, sports cars with missiles on them, all while people were shooting at me. Uh, let's see, I have motorbiked through bazaars, taught Jason Bourne how to parkour, windsurfed a tsunami, uh, basically invented your precious snowboarding while listening to Beach Boys, and I still hold the record for the highest bungee jump in human history. Uh, so kindly show me some goddamn respect. Oh yeah? Well, I get a lot of ladies, too. <laughs> Child, please. I secured more confirmed strange and a view to a kill than you have your entire franchise. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have this bomb to design. I just don't think I should be alone tonight. I'll watch her. You will. No, I'm watching her. Well, who do you think? But, but I'm more qualified. Hook a monkey dishwasher. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Give it! Hello, James. Mayday. I thought you... Died in an explosion? No. I'm a genetically altered superhuman, like Wolverine or Captain America. Are those secret agents? Are you kidding me? I'm Groot. See? He gets it! James Bond and Xander Kane to return in No Hope for a Sequel Coming this fall on your favorite podcatcher. Hi, this is Johnny Sammy Ginley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. They get better every week. And you don't need a pocket computer for it, too. That's no right. pocket computers. Oh, hey, but I love listening to this on your pocket computer. That's right. Download this to your pocket computers at EIL. I'm listening to this on my Zoom. There you go. Fast and Furious, baby. Uh, babe, what do you got to drink over there? We have from Red Rock Brewing. We picked this up in Salt Lake City ourselves. We have Drioma Russian Imperial Stouts. Has a creepy old lady with a very creepy teddy bear going to bed. Oh, yeah. She's making like some uh, gypsy voodoo dolls or some shit. Great. Uh, let's see. This is 10.1% alcohol by volume. Fuck yeah. Wow. And my top. Oh, we're a little foamy. There we go. My top. Sorry, nice. I want to let it breathe there for a second. Yeah. And the pour. 
Oh, that is a beautiful jet black beer. Has gorgeous golden brown highlights. Has a khaki colored head. That is lingering. Khaki colored it's lingering. This smells like chocolate and whiskey. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, going for the sip. Yeah, chocolate and whiskey. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. Malt forward. They definitely get like the, yeah. I don't know if this is like barrel aged or whatever, but it definitely tastes like it. Like well, this one's yeah. Same, it doesn't definitely, seem to be. Um, definitely get like a lot of the the roasted malt notes. Like it's definitely yeah, like coffee, dark chocolate type bitterness. Yeah, in chocolate, it. like a little bit of like vanilla notes and stuff too. Mm-hmm. That's why I was thinking like barrel aged because I know that's usually a, a side effect of it. But yeah, fantastic <laughs> stuff. Delicious. That's Red Rock Brewing Drioma. Drioma. Russian Imperial Stout. Uh, you still uh, drinking on your end? Uh, I think you can tell by my voice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you still drinking? Still just uh, sticking Stella's? with the Stellas. I'm sorry, nice, boring old man. That's it. Aww, Stella, sweet little old man, just drinking a Stella. <laughs> That's right. Well, that and hit my uh, vape with wedding cake in it. So, oh, Ooh. wow, you're. I moved you're... up from the plastic bag when I'm doing podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was like, oh, the wedding cake vodka or whatever the hell. Like, oh. <laughs> but hey, these their own. Uh, Tim, would you be interested in any fun facts about this movie? Uh, if I said no, would that stop the podcast right now, Dead in its Tracks? Absolutely no. Okay. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm definitely curious. I want to see how many uh, facts we have about Jan Michael Vincent. I'm curious. Ooh, well, let's find out. Uh, well, first, we all start off Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Tim, what do you think the critics thought of Hooper? Oh, the critics? Like, yeah, the per- percentage from the critics. Hmm. All right, all right, here's an interesting question with Rotten Tomatoes. Is this the critics of the time when of the, the movie ta- came out? It's, or? it's, it's okay. typically of the time. At least that's when they have, like, especially these older ones, like most of the top critics. It's mm-hmm. not like a lot of people are watching, you know, Ant-Man, Quantumania, and then but, following but it up But occasionally, like, Rolling Stone, somebody will be like, yeah. watch this movie, and I... Yeah. Yeah, because I'm always curious. Like, if it's be like, is it going to be? I don't. Wow, Jesus Christ! Here's how all that. It's going to be like Clyde Barnes recommends this movie. Yeah, well, they have the or, top critics or whatever, and then they have the audience okay. score. So we'll we'll get to the all audience. Right, let's, uh, critics. I'm going to say the uh, the critics probably don't. I'm going to say like maybe 60, 62 percent. Is it critics? Mmm, Hooper, Hooper, Hooper. I'm going to say seventy five. Now keep in mind the movie before this was zero percent with the villain slash cactus jack, but oh, so good in comparison. Okay, so they got but the boost. but critics and audience critics were sixty three percent, audience Ooh. sixty. Wow, so, I win! Right, I'm yeah, right there yeah. in the middle. Sweet yeah, spot. right there. Sweet there spot That's my new nickname. Six million dollar budget, worldwide gross. Seventy-eight million dollars. That's a hit, baby. Wow. Yeah. Inflation cal- calculator, please. I don't yeah. have my pocket computer it's with me. Come thir- on, somebody thir- look that up. Thirteen times its now? budget. Oh, uh, today, uh, probably around three fifty, four hundred million on a six wow. on a twenty million dollar budget or something. I don't know. But That's today, like Fast and Furious, right? You didn't make a billion dollars. dollars. It's not fucking Star Wars yet. But by the way, uh, still not a big hit is Smokey and the Bandit, which I think was like, no. yes, yeah, six or eight million and grossed like 
250 million like the year before. Oh, I mean, just a stunt wise, the the cost of doing stunts of smoking the bandit while well, those those are great stunts and great driving. There's nowhere near the fucking thing of blowing up a fucking entire town and a bridge to some fucking place. For all we know, those people are fucking dead by now, right? Or the climax inbred? The town that got killed by the fucking thing closed up by that bridge exploding. <clears throat> Tim. The climactic huge stunt sequence referred to by the crew as Damnation Alley was staged at the by that time disused Northington General Hospital, a World War II military hospital in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, which has wow. also been used as married student housing by the University of Alabama. After most of the hospital buildings, including the large smokestack, were blown up or otherwise demolished for the filming, the lot was cleared and is now the University Mall Complex. Did you say married students? Yes. Uh, well, again, being in the 50s and 60s. Oh, it is Alabama and in the 50s. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. You got to keep those married <laughs> students off campus. So, yeah. You don't want anybody that... getting any ideas of fucking legally. Yes. All right. That's right. So now they've uh, blown up that paradise and turned it into a mall, baby. The paved paradise <laughs> turned into a shopping mall. Yep. Uh, let's see what else we got. Burt Reynolds and Hal Meadham uh, both worked as stuntmen early in their careers. Film has made his tribute to all their fellow stuntmen, specifically well-known stuntman Jock Mahoney, who is, uh, like I mentioned, Sally Field's Jock stepfather. Mahoney. And the name Hooper. Oh, yeah, on the a- end of the credits, there's like a big, like, gigantic screen with thank you to all the stuntmen of America, stuntwomen of America. And then the thing that I noticed, I was like, hey, it is 1978. The colored stuntmen of America. Right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, if they got their own association, they get their own thanks. Yep. Actually, they and, just called them. And the name Hooper is a reference to the name Hooker, as in Buddy Joe Hooker, famous stuntman uh, and others in his family. And uh, I don't know if you saw in the scene where, where uh, I think he was getting the perks for the first time. It said uh, Buddy Buddy Joe Hooker, like on a, I don't know, like a little a, a drawer or something behind him. Okay. Yeah, talking about, but yeah, there you go. Hmm. Nice little uh, Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, in the scene where Hooper is uh, showing off his stunt reel, that uh, scenes of Burt Reynolds in Deliverance being flipped uh, flipped out of the canoe. Yep. And here's another fun little, little coincidence: uh, the film's co-writer Thomas Rickman and star Burt Reynolds died only two days apart. Oh, uh, Rickman on September fourth, twenty eighteen, and Reynolds on September sixth, twenty eighteen. That's got to be um, some kind of conspiracy thing, right? Right. <laughs> see who's who's the last one left if, if walter green or thomas rickman are uh, still alive they're the ones getting all the all that hooper residuals now oh, <laughs> oh shit they it's, can only it's, be one it's residual Wal- check it's walt green because this was his only thing he's like i need that cash <laughs> it's uh this is one of those packs where uh the last one alive gets all the yep. money <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> yeah but you know what they buried all the money on that fucking town <laughs> Yeah, they, yeah. the The last one standing has to go dig it up. <laughs> yeah, has to go, uh, has to rebuild the bridge or something. But, lady, gentlemen, we reached the most important part. <gasps> what did we learn from Hooper? Hooper. Uh, Tim, as our guest, would you like to go first? Well, I learned the one thing. I was just going to keep it nice and succinct. Is there ain't no life like the sun- life of a Hollywood stuntman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, babe? I learned uh, as long as you can get your beer can within uh, 10 feet of the trash can, you can fuck Sally Field. Yeah. To this day. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Steve, I, I hate to tell you, she's not much of a draw anymore. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you see eighty for Brady? No, Tim, I'm straight. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with it. Man. I don't know. I didn't know that that was a, a there was a type of people who want to watch eighty for Brady. Look, but look, all right, look, I'm a, I'm an Eagles fan and a heterosexual male. Why would I watch eighty for Brady? <laughs> Anyway, no, no, so because Tom Brady's gonna gonna take it up the butt eighty times. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, anyway, I learned uh, stuntmen and relationships are like drinking and driving. They seem like a good idea at the time. Yep. <laughs> Fact. Uh, and I learned uh, films are also tiny pieces of time. <laughs> and guys, yeah, this 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 movie's fucking great. Like that that like if you like this time of movies, which we do, uh, check it out. For real. Oh, definitely, yeah, absolutely. Like, not going to see stunts like this anymore. No, 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 no. Yeah, I think it even has a part where they jump over the bridge, and as the bridge collapses, somebody's souffle collapses inside an oven. <laughs> oh, no. It was the souffle bridge. No. <laughs> Tim, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast. Uh, yes, I think. Oh, I. I've been on this. I think we've had Eddie on this. Have you had Candace on yet? A couple times, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, you know, bloodybits.com, Patreon, whatever that thing is. Donate money. Pay enough. You get to watch 5,700 movies, request movies on the Plex server. Get to join our Discord. Just all around. Good time. Yeah. We request movies all the time. Absolutely. That's how we watched Nuki the other day. So it's always funny. I love when I go on the Bloody Bits Plex server and I see like recently added movies. Yep. Because yep. you know, we're mostly a horror show, okay? So when I see Nuki popped up as recently <laughs> added, like I know somebody in our podcasting family is doing this fucking movie. Yeah, exa- exactly. It's like, ooh, which is it going to pop up on Mustachio Podcastio? Is it going to be on the Grind Band? Ooh, Theodore Rex, I'm in. Chairman well, of the board. The if you're wondering why Beauty and the Petition was added to yeah. the blood bank, is because Daniel and yep. uh, Mike from Grindbin and I were supposed to do that, but Daniel got too drunk that night, so we had to skip it. We had too drunk to podcast. Impossible. Ooh. Don't believe it. <laughs> we, we did a, a show the other night with him where he came in as drunk as I usually end up podcast. <laughs> But as the yeah. podcast went on, he got more and more sober till the end. He was like straight, and I was like really drunk. So it was like nice juxtaposition. <laughs> At some point, your guys' exes crossed, and you were the same level of drunk. We, oh, man. Yep. I was probably in the bathroom <laughs> pissing, and he was probably in the bathroom throwing up at that time. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike's like, are we, uh, we going to do this? Or no. <laughs> Excellent. So yeah, Blade Bits Horror Show. Check it out. Uh, Babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias. You can find my webpage over at izzycreates.com. You can also find my Patreon over at Untidy Venus on Patreon. Steve, where can we find you? Well, you can find us on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies, or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Uh, yeah, guys, May's, uh, May's moving along, and uh, yeah, you can find us everywhere if you're in Utah. We're yes. doing a bunch of shows. Oh, and... oh, we're going to be doing so many craft shows this summer. We're going to be at the Ogden Farmers Market. That's right. As always, I'm over at the local Artisan Collective, hashtag TLAC. 
right um, hit her up directly at untidy venus to yeah. get all that sweet sweet art swag the time of this here recording fingers crossed uh we're in the ogden tattoo convention yeah <laughs> so yeah i guess it's a tattoo no, no, no. Uh, I'm going to sell art to people who get tattoos. She's going to be drawing uh, tattoos on people, I'm sure of it. No, that's not me. That's not you? I'm not licensed for that. Uh, hey, guys, you want me to draw a tattoo on you? Uh, I'll draw it on there, and then I'll have a professional put it on there. So, Well, yeah, drawing a tattoo on somebody and tattooing somebody is kind of like gray area in the law, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, I'm just drawing on him. I'm not doing anything. The yeah, professional hey, look, if I draw on him and the next guy comes up behind me, he's sticking needles in there. Oh, that's not my fault. Yeah, so come get your Congo tattoos. <laughs> oh, so Steve's going to be doing uh, Congo 2 Amy's War tattoos. That's right. <laughs> we'll even print off a few stencils. It'll be great. <laughs> Legit, though. If somebody gets that tattoo, we will buy you a beer. Absolutely. <laughs> At least one. Maybe a sidecar to go with it. Uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Timmy Elbow, sorry. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. He always is the bad guy who gets it in the end. He's out there stopping horses or falling off a train. You never want a gunfight, squabble or a brawl. For being such a loser, Hooper's really got it all. Blast him, flip him, and turn him. Shoot him, hang him, bury and burn him. Chances are the Hooper's back for more. Run him out, cross the ground. Take a truck, run him down. He ain't easy. He's up and gone. You can hit him, kick him, generally abuse him. Set him on fire, we'll abuse him. Heaven knows he won't hold a grudge. He'll look you in the eye and tell you with a smile. There ain't nothing like the life of a Hollywood stuntman. man. <laughs>